I'm going to tell you a few stories. All you have to do is listen. Happy Halloween and welcome to another movie podcast. My name is Oscar and with me today, spookily, damn it, I'm not there yet, is, <laughs> <She> said, <laughs> nice, Luke and, and, and also, the one who doesn't interrupt, Raphael. Goddamn right. But he does like give pauses. So you overdo the non interrupting by, you know, giving it a pause. Um, this is episode number 163. Yes, it is 63. I think so, anyway. Um, and today's episode is uh, going to be three movies. That I think these are what? Roth's picks. These are, these are Raphael's picks. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, we have three very different kinds of movies. Very yeah, different kinds of movies. Mm-hmm. This is a, a real I tried to get triangle. a kids movie in there somehow, but I couldn't get it. Yeah, we don't have the only we don't have it as a kids movie. You're right, but we have uh, starting up here with it's in theaters right now. We're gonna do a review of Triangle of Sadness, which is I don't know what the class of like a dark comedy, I guess maybe it's labeled a comedy on like IMDb and stuff. And I was it like, is a dark comedy. We definitely dark. Yeah, definitely dark. Um, and then we have uh, part of our of the you know the season that we're in. Uh, we have a horror movie of sorts mm-hmm. called yep. Watcher. It's more of a thriller, I would argue. Uh, I would say it's a thriller. Um, Watcher, which is on uh, Shutter, and I think one other place. I forget where. And lastly, as part of our ongoing marathon, we're doing 20 years ago. 20 years ago this year is the anniversary of, or what came out was, The Born Identity. Doug Lyman's, I think it's Doug Lyman's. The Born Identity came onto the screen and, you know, yes. in many ways changed the shape of a lot of action movies that came after that. Um, we'll see. We'll talk about all that and stuff. And Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Yep, 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 yep. Um, you can always find this episode and all of our other episodes, not to mention the last year's marathon regarding the anniversaries where Roth and I did, did our versions of that year um, at otherpodcast.com. Check that out and check out, you know, any other thing we, every other thing we do. Um, we we don't have a big horror movie marathon this year, but last year we we did dabble into more horror stuff than the norm. So again, we I mean I kind of push horror a lot more, so um, I tend to <laughs> whenever I can put that on your screens. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> look, don't make me laugh right now. Anyway, I should also say that I did say this start this show by saying Happy Halloween. We're recording this right before, but this episode is coming out right after, so. It makes sense in the end. Um, anyway, um, Luke, how have you been besides awful? <laughs> uh, I suck at life. I don't know. Uh, pretty good. Haven't done really a lot. Just um, working. Then my sw- schedule thing got changed. So I like I had days off. I didn't really do much. But I did go see a cool concert the other day. It was a showcase for like an indie label. That this guy I know is running. So we had a couple of Chicago bands like Bible of the Devil, High Spirits, uh, The Evictions, a band from Pennsylvania called Tiny Wars. It's like, it like power pop punk like group. It's pretty cool. And then the main one was this band from New York called The Toilet Boys. Oh, that's a. They were like, they, uh, yeah. So they, they're from like 1995, but I guess they're not like a. They're like a defunct band now. And the last time they played Chicago was like 20 years ago. So it's kind of a big deal that they came out. Mm, okay. It's their 20th anniversary too, would you say? 
Yeah, of playing Chicago. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, that was a cool show. Definitely a different type of band. So, but overall, the guy who runs the label's got a, like a really good ear. So, even though the bands I never heard of were still pretty solid bands, I'm definitely gonna like start following them and probably pick up their albums when they come out. Sweet. I like that. Um, all right. I know you do that a lot. So I want to know about this. Uh, send me a thing on that PowerPunk thing. I wanna... uh, look at my Instagram. I took pictures of all of them. Just send it to me. Oh, fucking A. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to go Instagram. Anyway, uh, Ralph, what about you? How you been? Mm, I've been okay. I've I heard you have a, days. a new puncture wound. <laughs> wow. That's a great way to put it. Mm. Uh, no, he's a holy man. We saw, so we saw all three of us. We saw together Triangle of Sadness. Man, and, I mean, I kind of the regular it. sadness of that movie. There was added layers of sadness. There was added layers. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. Let's just say I had to not enjoy the movie as much, and I should probably rewatch it. In my honest opinion, um, mm. but at the same time, I got most of the movie, I guess. Um, but yeah, I uh, ended up having a impromptu surgery so get an yeah. abscess removed off my ass you um, had to get a negative removed as abscess sounds like nothing you have to get nothing removed it does sound like nothing but it's the opposite it's actually something i know um, i know so yeah um yeah anyways yeah it's basically that's, that's ended up what happening and i was hospitalized for a couple of days and blah 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 and now I'm pretty miserable just, looking in the hospital. I was pretty. Yeah, I was. Now I'm. Now I'm here for back and home, and with a new hole on my ass for the next eight weeks. Yeah, you were always the holy man out of all of us. I would yep. say so. I would say so too. Now I guess I'm proving it. So, um, yeah. But besides that, I, I am feeling better. I have been getting better every day. I feel better every day, but also. Still uncomfortable, so I'll be standing a lot today. Oh yeah, that's fine, understandable. I stand too, and that's without a hole in my ass. Or an but besides, hole. but besides that, I mean, I guess on the plus side, I've had more time to watch movies. So I've been watching movies. That's, that's right. Awesome. We're, gonna get, we're gonna get to that very soon here. I I have been sleeping a significant amount more. Also, like I I know the bag of your I eyes. I don't sleep. Shut up. I don't sleep like I don't a normal sleep human in, in this uh, gigantic span of ten hours that Luke does. I do in intervals, so I still sleep like six hours here, and then I'll do stuff, and then I'll be like, okay, I'm going to go back for another f- four hours, and then I'm going to go back for another two hours somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I still get like many, many sleeps. It's narcolepsy. I is mean... That, is that nap? I, do you mean nap? I've just been resting, because, you know, it's also good, because when you rest is when you heal, so... That's what I hear. Um, I don't know that life though. I don't take really naps like you. I don't. I definitely don't do ten hours. Well, if I, I do ten hours, I'm late. gone for the whole day. I've been doing it a lot more lately ever since. Yeah. the hospitalization. Yeah, I get it. I get it. The body needs it. Um, yeah. You know, my end. I've been trying to. I, I was. I was. I was uh, and this will lead right into our recent discoveries. But um, obviously, Halloween's uh, almost here. Meaning, what's your costume over? Uh, no, actually, this is the first Halloween that I'm working. That I'm not. I didn't take the day off. I'm doing something after, but it's not costume thing uh, at all. It's just like a little hangout thing, you know. Um, there was a party I was invited to uh, that I, ended, I did not end up going. Should happen, and then there was another 
um, like event, like a Halloween community event type thing in Evan, not Evanston, Elgin, that I was set to attend to, but uh, you know I had to I had to do something else, um, and I couldn't make those two. Even though I did do some Halloween stuff, not really quite enough. Um, that said, though, I did watch a shit ton of horror movies. Unfortunately, most of those horror movies I had seen before. So even though I have a few new ones for sure to bring up um, in our recent discoveries, I uh, did not uh, partake in a lot of new ones. Like I rewatched The Collection, for example. I rewatched. Um, I already forgot. Honestly, I already forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw the Silent Hill movies again because they were like fun. I use like fun movies like that. Um, anyway. A lot of going on with that franchise. Why is there something else? Oh yeah, no. There's, there's like a bunch of games are coming out. Yeah. I think oh, a new I movies heard. coming out. A whole bunch right. of things going on Silent Hill. Yeah, they really they held up. Like they were were they making stuff the whole time and they're just waiting mm, until no, they got everything they together. They've been actually like doing absolutely nothing with the license except for yeah. like teasing people. But like the, for, like the last like three years. Yeah, because yeah. it's been a it's been a minute since a new anything. It has, but it's a uh, Konami, right? Am I correct? Well, I don't know. I could not say. I know. I think it's Japanese, but I'm not sure. Um, anyway, Konami, yeah, it is. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Well, ever yeah. since the uh, rebirth of uh, games, resurgence of Resident Evil games. Well, they the saw last. what Resident Evil did, right? What they did there. I think it's what it is. And they were like, just, man, and I, I think the horror genre has kind of been coming back up. So, which is good. I hope so. I know that uh, TikTok is riddled with a lot of people gaming. Horror games, right? Of all of all kinds, yeah. um, to see the reactions and have fun with it. All right, so now we're going to get into some recent discoveries. Luke, I know you have not seen anything again. <laughs> I apologize <laughs> as you laugh and you apologize. Um, so, Rob, Next we're going to start with you. Really, um, what have you been watching? Ah, uh, yes, starting with uh, it's considered a slasher in the slasher category. And I think it's the completely wrong category on Shutter, and I should really email them. Um, but the movie's called Chopping Mall, and mm-hmm. it's a 1986 movie, a horror movie. I, I mean, if you consider it horror, um, where a group of young shopping mall employees stay behind for a late night party in one of the stores, mm-hmm. uh, a furniture store, by the way, where they're basically having an orgy. When the mall goes into lockdown before they can get out, the robot security system malfunctions and goes on a killing spree. There's three robots that are. Um, Oh, that's what it's about? Yeah, there's yep. three robots that patrol, and they are supposed to check your stuff, but they're just killer robots immediately. Oh, they won. They won. Okay? Like, implemented. Um, mm-hmm. There's a big thunderstorm, and they get haywired, and they're killer robots. Immediate and Skynet solution. The, the people who are in charge of watching these, like, the, the, the people, like, running maintenance on the security of the robots, mm-hmm. um, are super suspicious of these robots at all times throughout the whole movie until they obviously die because they're going to die but they're suspicious of them like moment one they have their backs turned to them and they're all immediately like why there's the, the robot has done nothing for you to be suspicious about it and it's just it's not good man i'll tell you that but it's you know it's a fun watch it's a short hour 17 uh there's no chopping there's no shopping there's no chopping at all <laughs> Okay. At all, okay. And I, Luke was saying, uh, what were you say about the poster? Sorry. Yeah, because my, my buddy collects horror film like posters, like the great, the, great the poster, one sheets. Great poster. Yeah. Um, and I was like, why is that like, like the poster has like this detailed arm? I think it does. Yeah. And has nothing to do with the movie. I'm like, what's going on with that? And he says, well, a lot of times they would sell 
uh, these movies to you know producers based on the image. Like, oh, this is what it's kind of kind of look like. You know, this is what the movie poster is. Mm-hmm. This is what we're going for. And then when they started making the movie, they're like, yeah, we don't have the budget for this, so let's make it cheaper. Yep. Nah, yes. So they get these robots that are on like tank treads, you know, and <laughs> uh, it, the movie starts off with uh, them selling the robots as uh, security cards for the mall. And it's like, it can be bulletproof. Um, it's going to taser you. It's not going to kill anybody, you know, and stuff like that. It can, it can sleep dart you. Um, and uh, as long as you show it your identification card, you're golden. Um, but yeah, uh, some bad so stuff it's like going Solid on. Solid Snake. Also, you can tell this this movie's an eighties movie because the mall. It's like it sells everything. The mall has the hardware store has guns in it. Of course, there's a tire or there's a auto, like a, a, a mechanics shop where they have gasoline on sale. Of course, why not at a mall? You know, like the dumbest shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know who you know who's in this movie though is Dick Miller. Uh, do you know who Dick Miller is? Nope. Dick Miller plays uh, Mr. Futterman in Gremlins. He ah. plays all those like random little roles in like mm. horror movies, uh, or not horror, not necessarily horror movies, but in some, a lot of those movies. He's in the Terminator. He's the pawn shop clerk. Um, he's in the Howling. He's, you know, like he's he plays a lot of those little roles. You when you see his face, you're like, I know that guy. Oh, it's that guy um, from that, that guy. guy. Yeah. So if you see if you if you see him real quick, um, see the copy. Oh anyways. yeah, yeah. I see him. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's Dick Miller. He's in it. That's Chopping Mall. You don't need to watch this. Um, <laughs> the next movie I saw is Green Lantern: Beware My Power. There is a brand new DC movie, uh, animated movie on uh, the HBO Max. Um, and this is uh, what's it called? Uh, essentially, uh, they're moving on from Hal Jordan to John Stewart. If you know about. The, the ages of of comics, they're 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 giving the the helm to John Stewart here, so he's going to be the next Green Lantern, and that's kind of his upcoming. Um, and what what happens? It's hmm. origin story, I suppose. It's okay. Um, compared to whatever DC is doing, um, it's an okay watch. I, some of it was just like, okay, I already know a lot about a Green Lantern. They don't pussyfoot around that, which is good. Um, I do like the villain overall, but at the same time, I hate it because it's stupid. Like the villain should have won, in my opinion. But whatever. Um, but yeah. But besides that, it's a Green Lantern movie. Uh, DC animated movies aren't as good as they used to be. Um, you can totally watch it if you want. But I feel like uh, the next movie should be better now that he's established. Hopefully, not an origin story. I mean, DC puts out so many movies; they can't all be winners, right? I get that, but like, I don't know. I just feel like you're retreading things, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just retread. That's what this, that's what this movie's doing. It does They're feel re- that way. It does very much so. It does very and much. I don't know much about Green Lantern movies either. But Yeah. Um, uh, well, I actually like Jon Stewart over Hal Jordan. I like Hal Jordan, but I think Hal Jordan is a little bit overplayed, in my opinion. But besides the point. Um, but he's considered, I think, Golden Age, so whatever. Um, yeah, probably because thing. Ryan, uh, what's his name? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds played him, right? Yeah, correct. played that yeah. Hal, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, then uh, sticking to DC, I uh, did watch the new DC movie, not animated, on theaters. Black Adam. Oh, um, nice. Black Adam. So this one, um, I will give it more thing. They do a cool thing in the movie. Uh, the action is weird. I'll tell you that right away. 
the action feels weird the moment Black Adam is introduced. Um, I, I don't get the tone at all. There's a weird tone around that. Um, I, but at the same time, I like what they do with the character as what he is being used as, like, or what he's kind of portraying. And it makes a lot of sense. And then when you get the rest of the characters, which is like your Dr. Fates, your Hawkmans, your Adam Smashers and stuff like that, um, who come in the Justice Society, I think they're called, yeah. to like kind of detain him. Um, it's like they they do this great thing about like uh, I forget where they're in, in, in Egypt, whatever the, the, the specific area they are talking about like liberating them because they're like enslaved to like a corporation almost in a weird way. You know, like they do a bunch of checks on them, you know, they treat them like shit and they, they're the corporations taking up all their natural resources, kind of shitty like that. Right. And no one does anything about that. And black Adam does, but he kills people. So he's a villain, but he's killing people who are bad. So again, it's like, what does it matter? Uh, like know? a Punisher level kind of? Yeah, it's for sure. He doesn't give a fuck, but at the same time, he's not doing it for anybody but himself, but he's like, he wants to do good. It's just that he doesn't... And they do a good job of being like, he's like a liberator, you know? He's doing it for the right reasons. Like, he's helping these people in... At least he's helping them, compared to the Justice Society never came before Black Adam showed up, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Like, you guys didn't help us with this evil corporation. Why... And he's helping us, and then you want to stop the guy who's helping us. What the fuck, you know, kind of shit. Yeah. And they do a good job of like introducing that, but they don't do a good job of following through with that, in my opinion. Um, there's some light-hearted moments. There's some, uh, so there's some funny stuff going on. Uh, Pierce Brosnan's in the movie. I think Pierce Brosnan does a pretty good job. Um, and so is what the hell's this guy's name? Uh, Aldous Hodge. Um, you remember that one show that we used to watch, Leverage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's in it. the okay. IT guy. He plays Hawkman. I don't do not remember his face right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, anyways, um, besides that, I feel like the movie was also very like small considering where they are. I feel like the population should have been bigger, and it's not. And he's just a lot smaller. Like I feel like there's only like a thousand people in the city when there should be millions of people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just felt it felt really weird. I don't know if. Like, Weird budget things going on. The fight scenes are great. There's some great, really good fight scenes. It's just that beginning intro with Black Adam is really totally weird. Um, yeah. So I'm in a weird place where I like what's going on and I like what they're kind of setting up for, but they're also setting up something that I feel like they're pu- really pussyfooting around this like magic going on because that's what magic. Black Adam is. Black Adam is like bestowed by my magic. He has to say the same word as Shazam does. Black to get Black Adam to become, you know, What's yeah, he's Shazam. Oh, is it Shazam? Oh, okay, yeah. So he has to is, say, "What's his word?" Shazam, just like Shazam. Black Adam also has to say Shazam. Yeah, because you got to remember, Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel or something like that, but but they they had to stop because you know they had the same character in Marvel and Marvel was suing them, so they called him Shazam. But that's his name. Uh huh. But as long as he says it, anybody else can say it, nothing happens. But if he says it, then he turns into Shazam or he doesn't. So the same thing goes for Black Adam. If he says Shazam, then he Oh, no. I know Adam. that if I say it correctly, I will turn into it, but I'm trying not to. I have to really pronounce the two A's. And you, the you're, you know, I guess you know. Shut up. You want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> nah. So I, I want to see this movie. I'm probably going to see it. Uh-huh. The one thing I heard about it, I think they started this like 15 years ago. 
apparently, and this is like the plot seems kind of dated because of all the Marvel movies that we got and things like that. It seems like it would have been a great movie 15 years ago. Uh, I would agree. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree with what you're saying. Um, I also feel like uh, bit, I I feel like the problem with, with it is that it doesn't do anything for the DC universe. The, and they had besides this one tie-in with Shazam. Oh, so like I said, that's it. That's it. That's the only. That's the only tie-in. They better have a tie-in. And, and the, but the, but the, the tie-in is so small, and if you don't know Shazam, you don't know the tie-in. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't yeah. do enough, and that's the problem with this movie. This movie, maybe because it is like I mean, that's I, I, I've been in ago. the habit of skipping most of DC stuff. Maybe I'll skip this one too. You don't. You don't have to watch it a thousand percent. I, I agree with you. Like I said, there's some cool fight scenes, some cool stuff like that. You don't have to go see it in theaters, especially if you don't have a list. I mean. There's no reason to. See I mean, that's it. the only reason to see it is because I have. Yeah, that's, that's I saw. I, saw, I took my son to see it. He <laughs> liked know. it. He had fun with it. Um, that's the only reason I went. We, I right. wanted to get out of the house. So that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, uh, yeah. But at least the villain doesn't feel horrendous because, like, there's I, what they do with it. It doesn't feel horrendous. It's just it is very comic booky. So you do get that, but at least it. They, they they actually push that because it's comic booky, so it's like ridiculous, and it's ridiculous for a good reason. So it's like it's not a, it doesn't feel like a shitty villain. You know what I'm saying? In a in, in a weird way, um, even though it is a shitty villain. Again, it's, it's just weird to say, um, but yeah, it's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie either. It's totally in the middle. Um, uh, yeah, but I don't know. A lot of people are saying it's a bad movie. Um, I just think it's because, like you said, the plot and where we've done. I just think it doesn't do enough, and there is some like missteps. I mean, um, I, I also could, I also think you could have made it like twenty minutes shorter. Yeah, yeah. There's been a lot of those kind of movies lately. Not like a lot, a lot, but we've been noticing a trend. I have anyway, where like a lot of movies seem like they're like part of an older age of movies. Yeah, it's like these scripts are getting unearthed in the wrong decade. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. or it's. Yeah, I don't know. Like if he just... was to time travel a guy from the 40s to today, he's going to yeah. be probably really racist, you know? <laughs> right. It's just that <laughs> maybe, maybe they just don't do a good enough job right. of updating them. They're like, hey, we're ready to make this movie. And they're like, well, you should update it, you know? Yeah, they should. They should have. So, I don't know what they're doing. Oh, anyways, well. that's what I've seen. Sorry to ramble for the last 10 minutes or so. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, whatever. All the minutes. All the minutes. I'm done talking. I'm going to go sleep now. Don't go sleep. I saw where the crawdads sing. Guys, do you guys know want to know where? <laughs> I I don't want to know where, and I avoided this movie. Tell me what like I where you saw it? No. Oh, where no. literally do the crawdads sing? Like where do oh, you want to know? In a bayou? In the marshes. Anyway, a woman who raised herself in the marshes of the deep south, which is super vague, becomes a suspect in the murder of a man with whom she was once involved. This How is the, what? Uh, I have questions already. What's the question? How does she raise herself? Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, this is directed by Olivia Newman. Uh, this is based on a novel by Delia Owens of the same title. Um, this is one of those one of those kind of movies, uh, starring uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, Taylor John Smith, Harris Dickinson. People you kind of recognize: David Strathairn, who plays her lawyer, is probably the biggest actor in this movie, give or take, of course. 
Um, gets Garrett Dillahunt's also in it, and she's he's pretty big too. But uh, Daisy Edgar Jones, you guys have seen before, I'm sure. But um, she raises herself, meaning like her parents, uh, very like backwards water kind of upbringing where they live in the middle of nowhere in the marshes, like I said. Oh, and that like her parents like leave ocean. her. No, they leave her there, and she basically raises herself as a young preteen or something, and like hunts for food and doesn't go to school, doesn't meet anybody, you know, barters or trades with uh, a very local beast cop. of the southern wild. No, but well, in Beast of the Southern Wild, there are other people around here all the time. Uh, this one, she's completely alone, you know? Mm. So, not at all like Beast of the Southern Wild, but a little bit. Not entirely, not like that. Beast uh, of the Southern Wild, but with less people in showers. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's a, it's a full house with no holes in it and no fires that ended either. Um, this is one of those movies that was uh, marketed to be one of those big tentpole kind of like dramas. Right to watch. I out remember for. the marketing. That's how it felt. Anyway, that's how I felt. They were pushing. Taylor Swift even did a song, an original song for the movie. Oh, I didn't know. I did not know that. And I, allegedly, I, according I regret, to marketing, I regret my life. Um, this movie was okay. It was okay. You know, I think the worst part about this movie is how, and I haven't read the book, mind you, and I'm just guessing here how it probably is staying true to the book, and by which <laughs> I mean. Making this a not a whodunit thriller, but almost like a murder murder mystery trial drama. Like it is barely that. And I think if the movie played it straight, meaning like with the timeline, played it from being uh, a little girl and this all this shit happens to to the present day, getting all the way to the trial. I think if they played it straight through, it would have been way more interesting. Than then starting it off with like these flashbacks of from trial, starting at trial about a murder you don't know yet about involving this man and then getting to the point where they they meet and then the circumstances around his dad and why she's being accused and all this shit like it didn't land its emotional punches. That's the worst part about it. And I think if they played a straight timeline wise and not made it a courtroom drama, it would have been way better. Imagine if the courtroom drama was the last act of the movie instead of like something they peppered in throughout. Um, I would have found that way more interesting opinion, obviously opinions, but um, yeah. And that's essentially it of the movie. I mean, obviously this is not a big review, but man, nothing landed. I also guessed it too at the end. Not that that <laughs> mattered so much. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't like seven, like what's in the box, but like, it wasn't not like that either. Like they were trying to get us to question that for sure. Like what's who in did the it? Box? What's in the right. box? All right. Right, what's in the fucking box? Um, it wasn't quite like that, but it was trying to do a little like that, and I guessed it pretty fucking fast. Um, but yeah, whatever, man. It didn't land anything. Not even a theme about nature and surviving. Like I got that already, but it didn't land emotionally either. Um, didn't really care. Sorry, too much about it. It was okay. Uh, with a crawdad saying, "Check it out," but really don't. Um, next up here, I saw a movie on Shutter. Here's where the horror movies come in. I saw Speak No Evil. Say no evil? Nope, nope, just the speak part. Um, okay. A Danish family visits a Dutch family mm, they met on a holiday. A Danish now, versus the Dutch? This is European. Holiday is vacation, not yes. like, okay, making sure some people may not know that. Uh, yeah, well, you never know. What was supposed to be an idyllic weekend slowly starts unraveling as the Danes try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. Um, written uh, by uh, Christian Tad. Fuck me! What the fuck is that name? Christian <laughs> Taftroop and Mads Taftroop. 
Tavstrup. I'm just literally reading it phonetically. Uh, directed by Christian Tavstrup. So this is maybe like brothers or sisters or siblings or maybe a couple. I have no idea. But they they both have the same name. Um, and starring a bunch of people whose names are even harder to pronounce. But this is uh, a Danish class. Uh, it is primarily in Danish and English. So it has both. Uh, because the common language between the Dutch and the Danes is that uh, they both know English, even if they don't know their original home languages. So they speak a lot of English in the movie to get around. Um, this is a weird horror movie. This movie, has anyone seen um, uh, Nocturnal Animals? That sounds very familiar. Now, Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals is the, I would say, almost like the American version of this movie. It's not. It has a lot more to say. But like... Nocturnal Animals and this movie invoke the same feeling. I did not see it. Compliance no. also invokes though. this feeling. Huh? What? That's a Tom Ford movie. That's a Tom Ford movie. Yes, that's right. Um, again, Compliance also evokes this feeling. Speak No Evil is like the light version of Compliance and Nocturnal Animals. So if anyone out there knows what the fuck those movies are, you're going to get what I'm trying to say here because I'm trying not to spoil it either. Uh, but the, 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 the synopsis pretty much says what it is. Like, you know, um, the family, um, you know, they're, they're hanging out with this other family that they also have a child. They have a child with, you know, they have a girl and they have a boy and they hang out with this family on holiday. And the, the, the unraveling is, is like these situations, almost like Kirby enthusiasm, but way darker and not funny where like they're stuck in these situations where they have to stay polite while they're feeling uncomfortable and different levels of uncomfortable. Right. Uh, almost feels like a force majeure type. Also, we saw Triangle of Sadness. That's a little bit of that. Um, but it, but it, it's a build up to the ending, which is horror for sure. And like the way it gets there and stuff. I did not agree with the way the movie portrayed uh, the let's say the, the main couple and as to how their solution was to be like I didn't I got what the movie was saying. But by the time it got there, it felt like it was a sledgehammer. We did not require uh, over the head with the point they're making. And and I just don't know if I buy it. I just don't think the movie sold me on it. Um, it is, however, like all those movies I gave examples as to how it feels, it is like fucking gut-wrenching some of these situations because they're just really unpleasant to look at. They're not exactly like unrealistic. They are realistic, and they're very much like almost run-of-the-mill encounters that just keep going further. Um, and like I said, it's just not funny at all. It's like, I like those situational comedies. Um, it's, and it gets darker and darker, like I said. So, um, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, uh, anything I, you know, uh, you know, I went to this movie thinking it's a horror movie. It's on a horror movie streaming site. Uh, it's posters and everything. It's portraying a horror movie. It just takes a lot longer. I wish it didn't have all of that pumpkin circumstance because it's really a drama with some horror at the end than it is a horror movie. Um, so that's Speak No Evil. I'm a little conflicted on it, but I think I overall recommend it here. Um, next up, as I saw... Uh, also on, nope. I, I love that movie, but no, no. I saw The Clove Hitch Killer. Has anyone seen it? No. I just saw the box for that, I think, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I think it's on Netflix and Shudder. I know I saw it on Netflix like last year. It might not be there anymore, but either way, it's on Shudder right now. And according to this, it's on IMC+. Anyway, um, Clovich Killer is uh, a picture-perfect family is shattered when the work of a serial killer hits too close to home. Uh, This is an American film uh, made by Duncan Skiles. 
written by Christopher Ford, and it stars Dylan McDermott, who I don't see very often, honestly, uh, Charlie Plummer, and Samantha Mathis. And this is a a low key horror movie. I really thought it was going to be more of a horror movie, uh, more of a serial killer centered thing than it is. It's more of a mystery as to this boy. It starts off with this boy who is, um, again, very religious in the small community, a small town community type thing. Perfect picture mother, perfect picture father. Um, on you know he's in high school and you know gets feelings for girls, things like that. Very very normal whatever and um the way it hits is that uh there's this killer that was around and more 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 of a hot button item years past has been returning and killing again or something in their town and so unheard of and all this shit right and uh, he suspects the boy that his father is the killer after one night he discovers a hidden uh magazine i forget what it was something that it wasn't like evidence but it was something that was really creepy he discovered in his father's shed or whatever um and then the movie goes on from there as to whether or not i enjoy the journey i would say i like the results um i think the movie is i don't want to say slow to be like that but i think it's deliberate pace which meaning like slower pace is uh was too much for me and ultimately like it got me kind of like wander my mind a bit away from it a lot so, like, it isn't, it didn't keep me as attention and attention as much as I thought it would. Um, and I had to struggle a few times to keep up with it, with its pacing, unfortunately. However, I did enjoy overall, like, the concept of everything that happened and how it turned out. And even the, the whole reveal and then flashback to show how that reveal came about trick that movies do sometimes. I enjoy that a lot more than I expected. So, I recommend it for that. And, Serial killer movies and stuff like that, the psychology of them, all that. It's not about that necessarily. It's not cops and robbers, but it does have some of that into the life of what it could mean to be with or around a serial killer. So it was kind of a fun, fun movie. Nothing major. Uh, I overall enjoyed it. Now, my favorite of these horror movies that I saw, and this is on Hulu right now, uh, it's Hatching. Have you guys seen this or heard of it? Nope. No. Hatching? Really? You guys never heard of it? Oh, is no. it like so. an egg hatching? Yeah, it is. A young gymnast who tries desperately to please her demanding mother discovers a strange egg. She hides it and keeps it warm, but when it hatches, what emerges shocks them all. Uh, this is made by Hannah Bergholm. Bergholm, probably. Story by her as well, or written by her, a story by Ilya Ratsui. And it stars a, a bunch of, I can't even pronounce it, Siri Solanina, Sofia Hekla, Hekla? Johnny Valanen, Wow, I butchered the fuck out of those names. Um, this is uh, also from Sweden, I think, or Danish. I'm not sure, around there. I forget. They're really white, though. Um, super white film. <laughs> Hatching is a, a creature movie. It's a monster movie. Uh, technically, it's a monster movie. Has anyone seen Splice? It's kind of like Splice. Yeah, I've seen You know, they start off with a little baby monster that grows. Yeah. Right, kind of like that. Same, same logic. This is egg. The egg gets bigger. Really cool special effects on the egg stuff. Really cool practical effects, actually. Uh, which is the reason I started watching because I heard it was really good. Um, and uh, um, I'm not hundred percent sure. What language is it? It's it says it says there on IMDb, and I can't even pronounce how. Uh, wait, no, wait. That's the original title. What is the language? Um, let's see. I don't want to waste time too much here. Um, come on, where is it? 
Uh, so it's from Finland, Sweden, and it's in Finnish. It is in Finnish. And it came out in March of this year. Um, yeah, so uh, I really like the movie. I really like the the whole the weird fucked up nature of like the family that she's in. She's like this gymnast, so obviously gymnast, ballet people. Uh, there are other types too, not runners. Um, I forget. You know, professions that demand perf- you know uh, de- perfection and strict day by day like coaching and whatnot are always like stressful kind of like things are usually because of some sort of something fucked up is going on. It's something you live and breathe. And in this case, the girl who's a gymnast who's starting to be a gymnast, probably for the Olympics, let's face it, is, um, is really being directed by her mother as, as the director of the household and, you know, and, <laughs> and her weirdly fucking cuck of a husband and a weird boy and all this weird shit going on. And then this egg is introduced. And at first, you don't know what it is to make of the egg. I'm not going to spoil it for you, whether or not it's even real. Um, but I will say that it is badass. And it is kind of a cool horror that is kind of more subtle. And it's more, and it's more, um, it's not in your face whatsoever. It's not a single jump scare that I could think of. But it has some real danger. And it really speaks a lot to the kid's stressor and traumatic elements of her upbringing that leads to the eventual eruption of, you know, puberty and all that. So I really liked it. I enjoyed it. Uh, that's the one I really recommend. Um, it's not so it's not so throwaway either. It's obviously it's it's in Finnish too, so you have to pay attention. But I highly recommend it. Also on Hulu, there is an English option, but for some reason they don't have English subtitles. What they have is they have uh, English for the hearing impaired, or no, for the not hearing impaired for the. For the blind, I think, because it's just someone narrating in detail. Oh, oh yeah. the, the, the descriptive but, stuff? Yeah, the, the descriptive one, yeah. English. They only have that or Finnish. Like, like woman walks like, into the room. Yeah, yeah, this right, is, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was super weird. They didn't have both options, um, which is fine by me. I saw in the original language, but very weird. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, all right, and that's what I've been watching uh, as far as the horror stuff. We're going to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to review our first film, which uh, the movie's Roth picked here. So what's the first one? Called uh, Triangle of Sadness. Yes, it is sad. Stay with us. A cruise for the super rich sinks, thus leaving survivors, including a fashion model celebrity couple, trapped on an island. That's literally the fucking synopsis of this movie. Yep. Triangle of Sadness. Um, okay, everybody? Show me happy. Happy? H&M? H&M? No. H&M? What's H&M? I don't know. No? Oh, God. The beginning of the movie? Is that the is that the clothing? Yeah, yeah. Brand? If you're doing like if, if you look happy, you're doing like a cheap brand. You're, you're doing, doing a cheap. You're doing a cheaper. Oh brand right, right. Clothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then if you do a higher end brand of clothing, serious. Right. No, they they look pissed off like to yeah. be there. Right. Uh, yeah. 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 Like some backwards ass fashion shit. Yeah. So, anyways, this is uh, written and directed by yes, uh, Ruben Oslund. Mm-hmm. Oslund. Probably Oslund. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Starring a bunch of people that I probably get a fucker with. Fuck up their names, so let's Good go luck. ahead and read them. Uh, Tobias Thorwin, or Thorwin, uh, Harris Dickinson, uh, Char- Charles D, Charles B, Dean, uh, Giannis Bustus, uh, Vicky Berlin, Dahlia De Leon, uh, Timolian, 
Estos. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming the GSL. Uh, uh, Alicia Erickson. And Woody Harrelson. Let's go Woody Harrelson. Actually, it's Woe Daddy. Yeah, right. So, right. Uh, okay, cool. I'm good with everybody else. Um, there's more people. Son of Harold. So, this movie, sad to say, I have. I, I saw it. We all watched it together. Um, mm-hmm. I just think you guys watched it better than I did. Because I was in pain. During you were in great pain. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. And I was on painkillers, too. Um, so, mm-hmm. besides the point. So, uh, I'm going to throw this one to Oscar. So, Oscar, by all means, can you start us with your tr- sadness of this triangle? Okay. So, I, I, um, I, I love this movie. I did love it. I'm going to start by saying that. Um, it has a... A weird beginning because I usually one thing I really hate um, about certain kinds of stories is where we focus on the the one percent. I don't want to say the one percent like that, but basically rich people or people that are well off. Because I never really care. It's hard for me to empathize with them, especially as we as I get older and as the as the gap between them and us increases. <laughs> I care less about them. Uh, no matter how they are as people or not, or how relatable they are, or how, look, you know, whatever. Many different uh, movies and TV shows do very similar or whatever kinds of different things that relate to them. Um, and I usually don't like them. A uh, great example is Succession. I will not watch that show because I just don't care. Um, uh, however, <laughs> I, you know, I don't mind watching one where that's all about taking them down. <laughs> Where it's a clear, it's not even a satire. It's straight up just like a dark comedy about the contradicting natures of their realities and like how really, how fleeting it can really be no matter how much power you think you have, Um, right? And um, I think all of this is a huge example of that. Now, what I think about the, this movie separated into these three parts, essentially, and uh, the opening, which is about like, um, like a first act type thing, it has this couple, and it's this one that introduces different dynamics, but it's still about this part of the part of our society that no one really thinks about unless you're in it or you care about it, um, yeah. which is fashion, and I mean high fashion. Like we're talking about this couple who are uh, both models. Um, in this case, in the model industry, much like sex work industry and the porn industry, the 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 women are the dominant leads, right? They, they, mm-hmm. they, they hold the most power and they earn the most money. Just like in this case, uh, I forget her name. What was her name? Um, anyway, but she does. She holds all that. Um, and yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, is she part of the, the Divine Sisterhood? Uh, the yeah, yes, whatever the fuck that movie was. Um, anyway, uh, I really like that stuff, the dynamics of, the, of them two at the beginning, even though I hated both of them. I hate more him, but really, there's no competition. I didn't like either of them. They're unlikable characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and once the movie finally introduced uh, more characters into this yacht premise, going into the movie, the Triangle of Sadness gets into play, uh, I found myself enjoying a lot more of what I anticipated, but also what I found surprising in its like nuance of, like I said, the teardown of these kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more than that. It's about society. It's about humanity. It's about human nature. It's about all these other things. Like Woody Harrelson, the captain, and is one of the Russian industrialists have this like 
funny and serious discussions about like capitalism versus everything else. Socialism. But basically yeah. Marxism and all this shit. Yeah. Socialism is the big one too. Um, and um, I found it a very entertaining. Yes, I, I was really entertained by this movie. Um, what do you guys think? What do you think, Luke? What say you? <sighs> About the first part, the second part? Well, I mean, don't spoil the in, ending. In general? Okay. But yeah, in general, yeah, in general, yeah. Oh, so much to dissect. It's, I, I mean, about, like, class, um, power, yeah. and, and things like that. I mean, like, from, from the beginning scene, you know, the, the one thing that struck out to me, you know, it's... It, it's, it's like a, a, a dynamic shift, you know? You're in this world where women have more power, more money, you know? And then you have like this whole thing where it's doesn't matter with, with on, on the ship and the whole thing going down there doesn't matter how much money you have because shit's going wrong and it all sucks. Mm-hmm. And then you know the third part, I don't want to say anything about it yet, but it's a huge dynamic shift in power. Yes, it is. I can't wait to get to that. Um, Prof, did that soften you up yet? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna say it right away. Um, I find most of these people despicable. Um, everything <laughs> yeah. I saw that I re- and everything that I remember, mm-hmm. um, and it's I, I guess you try to with Carl. The, the Carl, I guess, is like the main character in this movie. You mean the is that the the, model the male model, boyfriend? the male model, the male model, yeah, yeah, the male model. Um, you you I guess you kind of emphasize em, em, empathize with him a little bit, but not really, like because. At the same time, like he's complaining about something, but he's like in a weird way. He's like so dumb, he can't even really bring the his argument to light. You know what I'm saying? He can't. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know how to what he's complaining about. He doesn't know how to articulate it. He doesn't know how to mm-hmm. uh, how to bring it up. He's just being kind of like it's like a whiny person. He sounds whiny, um, very much so. In a way, you know, and uh, and that's just the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he sounds like someone who got spoiled a lot and gets used to getting what he wants. Uh, yeah, I would say. And so. I mean trivially. I mean trivially. I don't mean like in big, yeah, areas of his life. I mean like all the time in little things, like anything he wants, he can get. Yeah, um, I, I, I would say so. And it's yeah. obviously the way one of those things where you're a pretty boy, so you're gonna get what you want, you know? Right. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know? Yeah, that too. You're right. Um, and it's and I like that dynamic too, where uh, they they do the the reversal on you because you know usually. The woman is the pretty woman, and she gets what she wants, and she's pretty, you know? Um, and they're doing it on this guy. He's the pretty guy. And he mm-hmm. gets what he wants because he's pretty. He's, he's a very handsome, very great-looking man. And he's got a great term, uh, smile, in my opinion. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this is how we found out. His office turned on by him. The office turned on by him. <laughs> no. um, so, yeah, besides the point. But um, I, I do love like what Luke said as well with the movie, with the dynamic of, like, I mean, even this, even amongst the rich, there's like classes in there. Oh yeah, and it's disgusting to it's see. It's high school like, everywhere. High school never ends. It's yeah. It's 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 disgusting to see like just the weight being thrown. You know, uh, so nonchalantly, but at the same time, so like I'm more for them. It's power, right? So I'm more powerful than you. I have more control, or I I'm I'm more important. And that's really yeah. what it is. I'm more important. Yeah, uh, in a weird way. Um, 
yeah, and I love what happens later on in the movie, of course, because um, I don't want to. I don't even want to say it because spoilers. If I even fucking like, yeah, towards something of it, and we'll get there soon. But I definitely want. Yeah, but I, I will say something. The Woody Harrelson slash um, what's the guy? <laughs> the Russian the, guy. The Russian guy who was. Well, I think uh, he was Russian. He was Eastern European, but not Russian. They mentioned like Russian a, a lot of times. No, I think oh. he mentioned Russia. I think he said he was like an oil baron. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying. I don't no, know. I don't know. Not oil. He was a uh, manure. Manure. Oh, the, the shit that sounds right. Manure. Yeah, manure. The shit guy. Yeah, their yeah. chick was uh, mm-hmm. correct. The manure thing. Yeah, he was into manure. So they did mention that. Yeah. Uh, so that was which is a big too. The fact that he's rich from shit. It's funny. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I love the the stuff going on there, and I and I the heavily heavily medicated. Uh, or not medicated, but just like I mean, alcohol inebriated. Yeah, uh, Woody Harrelson is amazing. Just to watch. Did they just tell him to come in on his off days because he looks like that's his normal routine? I'm not saying he's a drunk. I'm just saying he he's he fits drunk so well. He just does it so casually. Um, he probably drunk. have a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he must. I'm saying. Yeah, just, yeah. Wow, <laughs> I regret my life. Being up to this moment, um, <laughs> yeah. so this movie has a lot of things going on for it. But mainly, Ruben Austin is, is those kind of filmmakers that does. Um, I don't want to say controversial things. I mean, he is doing controversial things, but I think what he aims for is giving you a scene or a premise or a whole group of scenes or a whole movie to make audiences ask each other the question. It gives you. It gives you. It opens you up to say, "What would I do in that situation?" So, with that in mind, guys. Thinking of that first, not the first date, but obviously, but like date, date, we see the men where he like goes to pay for the thing after having waited. Remember, pay for the bill after oh, yeah. having waiting for her to pick it up to see if she oh. would and then not doing so. And then starting that argument that has many moments to stop, but he continues to push it on at the worst yeah. time, making it worse and yeah. then leading to where she's going to pay for it. Then realizes she doesn't have the money. And then he actually asks to pay for it. And it's saying over and over again, it's not about the money and all, you know what I mean? What would you do in that situation? Like, for example, that's just one of them. And I think this whole movie is full of them. That was so bad. What do you agree with here? Who do you agree with, if anyone? I mean, if she if she told him, "Hey, I'm gonna pay," then she should pay. And then you know, she even admitted to it later on. Like, yeah, I just that I saw. Had, yeah, yeah. this is like it's a bitch move, you know. And it's it is a bitch move, but you know what? You you bring that up, you're not a bitch about it during dinner. Now, right. again, like. That or you bring it up, if you're going to bring it up during dinner because it bothers you that much, maybe it's happened 3,600 times already, mm-hmm. right? Because um, I'm in agreement here. Lord. She, if she says she's going to pay, then just fucking pay, right? But I would have just been more like, um, if the check was there and she just starts digging through or whatever, I would have been like, oh, okay. Like, hey, I go, you said you were going to pay, so you got this one, right? And yeah, I would have well, just, that's the I, thing. I would have just done it like that, but that's diff- That's me. I'm not a bitch like him, Right. So well, yeah, well, well, I mean, we're also, you, you we're can't also, piss off the breadwinner in this situation. <laughs> I know, and that's what that's what that's what he's that's what it is for him. He's like, oh well, no. Fuck well, that's my okay. So that brings up an interesting question: Would you guys feel emasculated in that situation where no. he makes way more money than you? Fuck no. I'd be like, hey, own it. You make more money than me. Actually, I would prefer that. 
That'd be great. <laughs> that I will great. stay at home I'll, and cook the I'll pot solve roast. So many of my problems, honestly. Um, I have no masculation problems there, personally. You know how long it took me to cook this pot roast, and you're right. not even hungry. You know how much I want to say that. Obviously, I you had McDonald's on the way home. You had McDonald's on the way home, right? Exactly. Um, however, this whole pain thing. You're right, Rob. The way to not to fuck and fumble every fucking step of the way to get to his point. And then when he got to his point, having to, you know, having already having this back and forth where it's getting heated. So therefore he's getting heated and responding and he's sounding like an asshole. Like he should have just off front said what you, how you said it, right? Just like, yeah, you say you're pink, right? So you got this, right? Like a gently reminder or whatever. Yeah. Um, to go that way. And then on her side, who is also wrong in different ways, uh, should have like admitted to it and not at the end of the whole discussion. Like, what was it? The night after or what? Remember? Was that the, when they met up in their hotel room, right, or their apartment, is that when she admits it to him? I think that uh, that she had agreed to it, but she just didn't want him to do it because that's not how the way she values their 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 exchange, right? Their their right, yeah. Each other, right. I don't know what she said. Exactly. When she says like, "You have to be a man. You have to pay for it. You're the man." Like before, she actually buckles down and admits that's how she wants it. Yeah, um, that was at the. That but if that's how you I, want it. That's what you say. That so seems like better, a night. You better give me your salary, and I'll pay for it. Yeah, right. Well, uh, that does seem like um like she went out, had fun, and came back to like calm down. I don't know what the hell was that was that was about. Um, it seemed very strange. The guy would just sits there to stew. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't sit there to stew either. He's doing it wrong too. But it felt very weird how she came back. I thought she looked high and drunk to me, um, high or drunk. I mean, and um. And it seemed like she went off to like blow off some steam. God knows what. I thought that was going to come back in some way, but it never did. Um, I found I found that kind of question didn't get answered, and I'm just, no, I was, I wanted more from that. But yeah, yeah, when she admits it, like she, the whole point is to, she should have said that at the fucking table. I, I have a really important question here. That was her problem. Okay. What do you guys feel about? Because um, also, like, they argue the whole cab ride home. They mm-hmm. argue the whole everything, right? Oh my god, that, feel- that cab driver! I've been there as an Uber driver. Like I've seen, this, yeah. Like oh god, don't say, don't ask me anything, don't ask me to participate in this. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what do what do you feel about the the what, what he said? What the cab driver said? Uh, what do you say I exactly? For god, he what? said he said men need to uh, you you need to have a fight with her. Oh, you mean his thing about like uh, what was it like? Um, his thing was all about you need to have a fight with her. You need to basically It's like a show of love through It's fight. like a show of love. You need to right, show right. her that you're 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 fighting for this. A show of protection, I guess. A maybe. show yeah, in a weird way. What what did you think of what he said? It could be true. It is true for some people. Um w- would I say it's true for her? I guess you know what I hadn't thought about this as I seen. Um I don't know, I guess she could be that way, yeah. I don't know. I uh, obviously didn't think much about it because it, it took you to remind me to remember it. Uh, Luke, do you have uh, a thing on that? I forgot that happened. Uh, but do you think she is a type that would be that way? Because there are people that are like that, I guess. Oh, probably. I don't know many that are. I don't think so, anyway. Yeah, I'm uh, not in that group of people, so <laughs> I don't know many people of that nature, either. Yeah, I just throw something at you. Um, Rude. That's my affection. That's it. That's all you need. Um, huh. I don't know. What do you think, about? I mean, you remember, dude. Do you think it's like is this more of a more of a common thing, or have you experienced um, it before? I or? get what he says. I, I when, he, when he said it right then and there, uh, it sounded like what he was saying is, yeah. you need to show her that you're the man in the relationship. She needs to know that you're the man in the relationship, and like 
you're going to have a fight with her. Have an actual fight. Don't just pussyfoot around this thing. Show yeah, your determined. Show your this. He'd and it made sense. Yeah. You know, and it made, and it makes sense in a weird way, right? Because, like, at least you're saying, no, hey, I'm putting my foot down here. It is what it is. You know, like, this is what this is what I'm saying. Like, that's it. That's final straw. Like, I'm done. We're, we're you know, kind of shit. And it shows that you're at least have a, you're at least willing to argue that or hold yourself, you know, and that in that discussion. Yeah. Um, compared to just because what he was doing was some, some simping, hard simping in that. Oh, yeah, game. he, he totally is. Yeah, no, he's not put together very well. And he obviously, he takes it out in his surroundings in little ways. And we're going to see that in the boat for sure, because there's a whole scene where, and I'm sure this happens all the time, every day at some point in the world, um, maybe in one city, <laughs> every day, where um, someone of, of high position, let's say, um, complains about something he shouldn't uh, over an insecurity of his own or, or their own to upper management and it gets that person fired. Yeah. We're talking about the guy who takes off his shirt uh, at the oh, app. God, yes. Remember? Yeah, whatever. And then the girl like takes a look at him because, you know, he's an attractive male and he's working and shit and it's fucking hot out. And he takes off his shirt. She looks. He's insecure about it. Like brings it up to her in a half-ass way, but is insecure about it and uh, in a really toxic way, in my opinion, and passive-aggressive, which is almost as bad. Um, and goes to talk to the management and then next time we see that guy, he's Getting picked up on a boat right. <laughs> on a little raft and gets sent away. That's crazy. To be fair, he probably did that guy a favor. He did that guy Actually, a favor. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure he did that guy a favor. But that still happened. And I feel like that's one of those things that happened must happen every day somewhere. And how do you guys feel about it? Oh god. Such a dick move. And then I love how then he will, after that whole where he talks to the captain he's like oh let me look at these wedding or engagement rings mm-hmm. and she's like oh yeah like these are just, like super expensive and it's like he's like yeah i can't even afford these yeah 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 i i don't know for me it felt like another that happens every day somewhere like all the time like it happens every, it feels all the like time. that yeah it feels like it happens at all times and you're just like the fact that they're willing to accommodate and it's crazy because like they they're only willing to accommodate because of the the high, you know, like the high rate, the higher status they are supposedly. Yeah, the higher status that they are, um, and obviously the money they put in to be in that yacht, but also like. Right. I mean, I love how that they delayed the entire dinner for like thirty minutes so everyone could go in the water. Yes. Because the rich woman demanded it. Okay, I'm gonna come to that. Yeah, yeah. That's Which seems like a whole uh, like like a, some sort of super version. <laughs> Of like white guilt, it felt like to me some <laughs> sort of overcorrection of not just white guilt because she's not as like there are two white people involved in that in that scenario, but like it isn't it's like class guilt I guess um, this class guilt that this older woman rich woman has and can't can't stop herself from doubling down she keeps doubling down on it and to the point where she starts making it an order i order you to have fun to ease my guilt over the fact that i have way more standing in this planet than you do right it was so bizarre to watch yeah it was weird well, and it kept not, and it had a lot of funny moments with the chef like what the fuck are we doing like go outside bring shorts i'm like i didn't bring any shorts um 
All it the was, food's going to go to shit. All the food is going to go to shit and have very specific seafood, expensive looking foods. Um, I don't know, man. It was a very, very strange thing to see. But here's the thing is that what would you do? Like put yourself in that situation of the of the waitress. Is that what she is? The server? Uh, uh, no, they were like. They were like everything, right? They're like every job, every like a customer service person, whatever. Yeah. By uh, the way. Put yourself in her situation. I, so we, me and me and Luke went to on a cruise earlier this year, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we, there was people like this who are like, whatever you need help with, uh, help you with whatever, uh-huh. like the the customer service slash yeah, you put your every your everything needs like person. Okay, and there is that person for there for you now. Obviously, within reason, no one's gonna you know we we weren't. Well, no one has fuck you money like these do, right? So. Well. That's not us. Not us too. Yeah, no. But, yeah. No. but well, there was people those people. With, they wait, were. Were they, there people with fuck you money there? There was. Yeah, there was. Oh, I'm sure. There's like a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't do that part of the boat though because we're too. No, poor. it was. It was in a different part. Uh, I actually know where it was. It was in a different. They, you can only access it from one level, so you get to another three levels up higher. You're the jack. Uh, you were the jacks of that place, huh? Yeah, one thousand percent. Um. It, so anyways, anyway. but besides the point, I was bringing it up that those people and. They're like the nicest people, and their job is to not say no to you almost in a weird way. You know, like, no, however we can help, kind of thing. Right. Um, obviously, within reason. Right. That's the, that's the biggest difference. Because yeah, yeah. The, these people do not understand within reason. No, well, right? and that's, that's the thing. More. They even say it in the thing. There is no no. So if they say it, you can't say right. no. That, that was all part of the, the opening of the, the introduction of right. the crew, right? Uh, well, the forward-facing crew, that should be said. Because the well, crew, yeah, the forward-facing crew. Yeah, everybody the, else is uh, just the like, cleaners well, are also kind I, of like, I feel like everybody else is just like, we're clearly in the background. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. So let's not get bothered. Right. You know, that whole Titanic thing I mentioned, that joke about, you know, we were, like you guys were the jacks of that place. Um, this uh, model couple were the jacks of their place. They were probably the, the by far the least richest I would say so. Um, yeah. No, was, they were because he said that he got there with his like pretty face. Basically, he made it sound like he got he charmed his way into these tickets. Um, he didn't pay for them. It wasn't like oh, you know? I thought he she. I that. thought she had paid. For no, them. she she got the tickets because she's a uh, an influencer. Right, like it, right, but it was. I mean, she got the tickets. I'm saying it wasn't like paid for by them. Oh, oh no. I, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I, I had understood it, that she by their bought looks, the they tickets. got it. That's what I'm. Okay, I thought she had bought the tickets, so I misunderstood that. Okay. So it was funny seeing that them two who are very prominent in the third act, which we're going to get to in a minute. Um, uh, and they're the the Jack and Fabrizio of the, <laughs> of the, of um, the group, but they're still very much higher than our league, class-wise, of course. I also do like how... They need a lot of therapy. I don't, did you mention it, but the, the crew that's supposed to help, like mm-hmm. they're like, you know, let's make them all happy so we could get money, and they were just all, you know, be good to them so we could get fat tips and get rich, too. Yeah. That's that's awesome. And then and it cuts like after that to like the poor like people like the 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 real crew and the you know underneath the ship right right like the yeah. maids and the cooks and oh. the- yep yep um, yeah there there's for sure some good uh, shots in the movie like showing the disparity of what they say and what they're doing what they're showing uh, oh yeah uh, there's yeah. some fantastic shots so I'm sure we'll get to them in a bit a lot of I contradicting they, points between what people say and how they act yeah oh a thousand percent I think the yacht has a lot and especially the yacht part there's a lot of that going on. a lot of that insanely yeah. and subtlety and bluntness and everything yes. I think we should get into spoilers and we'll get into the, the throwing up and the shit so the island and everything so spoilers for the triangle of sadness starting right now I loved 
all the projectile vomiting. But I I'm just gonna so... say, I loved it so much. Every, <laughs> no, every shit time faced. I toilet overflowed, shit face was the best line you've had <laughs> this year. Well timed. Shit in someone's face. Yes. Projectile shit. It was so worth it. Um, it was like it was like build up to it was like a, it, when you see a build up to a horror movie or like you a, almost a, wanted to hear that uh, what's that uh, symphony the da, 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 like yeah you almost yeah. wanted to hear that you could just, make just, a super cut with that you, could you probably that. could yeah yeah um, you know that you know when you feel satisfying on a great whodunit kind of movie a serial killer movie who's who's the killer and you find out and that is so satisfying uh, this is like that reveal this is that reveal just in a very different subtext and concept and concept and everything um but it feels just as satisfying uh I, yeah that was great i loved it and especially that one <laughs> the one that uh the one old one that uh that made everyone do the swim thing oh the one that was, was like on the uh the one that was on the it was coming out of both her it both oh my god yeah oh, she's same well, time. The, the, the hilarious the yeah. The fucking hilarious thing for that one was mm-hmm. she just threw up in the toilet mm-hmm. just to fall to the side for all that to come right back at her. Yeah, yeah. And it's just it was like, perfect. oh my perfect. god. It was, a, a, it was, yeah, go ahead. So at first I thought they were getting sick from the seasick uh, from like the rocking or whatever, right? Yeah. Do you think they got sick because they let that food sit out maybe for 30 minutes? It didn't help. It for sure didn't help. <laughs> I think it's a, a triangle. Like three, like all these things like happened and it, it led to this, I'm sure, very smelly yacht at the end of it, um, where the storm with the rocking and the food left out and the sickness and the, the fact that there's seafood, like, I think it led to all of this happening. Um, and honestly, every time they contradicted each other, I probably gave them an extra bucket of dirty shit water on their face <laughs> um but that whole thing that back and forth it wasn't it wasn't like random it was very well staged it looked like a a, a meticulously crafted comedy piece <laughs> montage of all these rich people getting like <laughs> I don't, shit stained you get they're getting shit faced everywhere right um so um, I'm glad they didn't really get into the whole explanation, and we barely even see the the yacht. Really, we see the, the we see the pirates come in, and they don't even come in. We just see the pirates, and then an explosion, yeah. and then that. That's all you need to know. You don't need a whole bunch. <laughs> Is this one care. of ours? Also, yeah. I I stepped out right right when that happened. Um, was that a? There, there's nothing else happened besides the explosion. Yeah, we see the pirates like uh, not land or anything, but they're like on their um, they're like approaching the boat, right? Look. Yeah, and a small, like a little, yeah, very small fucking okay. wicked ink thing, and uh, to obviously rob them, and we know they must have. There's an explosion, yeah. and then well, we no, but how the, that, either how the explosion happens is the best. How they? I, I don't remember. The it? old couple is on the on the deck. And mm. it's the couple who makes the wo- the weapons, and yeah. they throw a grenade, right. and it right. lands by right. their feet. And she picks it up. Oh, yeah, is this yeah. one of ours? Yeah, and then realize it blows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, there's a scene that matches that energy where, uh, where Tony Stark and the first Iron Man, like so the Stark Industries thing. Yeah, it's Stark Industries missile that's attacking him. It's like yeah. his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. a perfect. That was great. Yes, right. I forgot about that. That was so funny. Uh, that was great. That's irony <laughs> on a, on an armament level. Um, yeah. Anyway, so anyway, so let's get to the island bit, man, because here's where like the chickens come home to roost, right? Many ways. This is where you guys are gonna have to catch me up on more stuff because okay. I have some blanks that you guys will have to tie for me. 
Okay. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Luke, why don't you start us off? I mean, uh, they land there, and we meet a new character. Yes. Someone we never saw throughout this entire movie. Actually. Out of the blue. We might have seen her in, like, one shot, but yeah. as a nobody. That's and the point. As that, I that, think that's that is the, the whole point. point of the movie. We might have seen her a lot in the background. We just never paid attention right. to her. Uh, it is a... Was it just, uh, I forgot. Oh, fuck. I know we're so good. Abigail, no? Abigail. That's Abigail, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Abigail you. is a... Like a cleaning lady or like the toilet manager the toilet manager supervisor or something yeah Yeah. for the ship Mm -hmm. and they're all stranded and she becomes like the leader the leader the captain she says she's the captain on the island right right because she's the one who can show them she can she tom hanks them (laughs) (laughs) well not really because it wasn't tom hanks that said it but you know what i mean she can you know help them get food and water and you know everything like that so she is in charge now the lowest person on the ship now is the one in charge on the island. Mm-hmm. Total power shift. Yep, completely. Um, I do wish that different or more of the, let's say, rich people were there that she could command over that I would have wanted to see, like the Russian industrialist. No, wait, he was there. He was there. Uh, I meant, sorry, I meant some of the other ones that's made, that did not survive. Um, but that's okay. We got him. We have uh, her boss, I guess. Their actual so, manager from the yacht? Yeah, the actual manager from the yacht. Yeah. Yeah. Is there. Um, and then we have the couple, of course, the model couple. Yeah, so do they do... They do so I miss. I was there when she says, I'm going to be the boss. When mm-hmm. Abigail says that. Where I'm like, I'm running the shit. I saw that. Oh, um, and we have the person that can only say that one line. What, what, the one that can't walk. Oh, the, the, the German lady who had a yeah, stroke? Yeah, the German lady. Yeah, who had a yeah, stroke. Right? Who had her husband with her, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he died. Who did everything for her, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I missed out on. They only had how many people were alive, or that made it through. So the like eight captain okay. lady. Yeah, I run eight. I want to say right. I'm, I'm, I'm seven, eight. I think it's eight. Yeah, I would say seven to ten, but no more than ten. I got eight and at no, least, and no less. Than okay. Seven. Um, yeah. No one really. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of death. In the as I was, if that's what you're asking, like there's a few bodies they see, I think, in the water. I'm not sure, but like, um, you know, they never uh, explain like the ship or anything like that. I didn't miss out on anything, right? No, they don't, they don't explain it. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure because I was just like, they they show the explosion of the the grenade thing and then the the hijackers. Okay, so I thought I missed something there, but I didn't. I'm good. Okay, it was a quick shot. They're like, okay, and they're like, okay, the audience knows what's gonna happen. Yeah, 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 right. Um. Okay, so this whole thing is a it's a it's a power reversal. Uh, how did you? What did you think of Abigail Roth? Um, I mean, I thought she was. Uh, she knew she was in charge, but I never thought she abused her power. From what I saw, like abused that it. That was going to be my next question. Abused it to like this craziness, you know? I thought she was probably as fair as. And it reminded me very much of uh, what's that one where all the kids get stuck in an island? Uh, oh, um, come on, um, the conch, Lord of the Flies, Lord, Lord of, the of the Flies. Thank you. I was it reminded like, me very much fireflies. I was gonna say fireflies. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say fireflies too, and I was like, it's, I don't think it's fireflies. I think I was combining the Last of Us with Lord of the Flies. Oh, uh, that could be true. Anyway. So I just uh, reminded me a lot of that, um, and just like this this dynamic of like, well, 
listen, that's all well and dandy that you're rich or that you're the boss or you were the boss here, but right. um, we're, we need to live now. And uh, last I checked, I'm the one who can do shit. And I can mm-hmm. do shit for myself or I can do shit for everybody and you follow me. So what do you want to do here? Yeah. You know, and it's very much so. And I, and I, and I love that, the fact that it just was established. She knew the dynamic, the power dynamic to change. And she didn't do it out of like malice, but she had to do it or else she would get taken advantage of. And it's knowing you're knowing that she had to do it because if you don't do it, you're, you're just going to get taken advantage of and you're going to get abused when you're okay. the most, you're obviously hold every card right now. You're the one holding all the cards. There's no one else playing the game. You're the only one right now. Why would it matter? And literally, you can let everybody die and feed yourself and be like, oh, it's not my fault I have survival skills. You guys don't. Like, I do. It's a a real, like, philosopher kind of question. Yeah. Um, But I never felt throughout the part where she, don't get me wrong, where she she really. She never goes too far for you, Ralph, as my She never went too far for me to the point where it was always like, okay. I mean, the, the. the one you could say that's going too far, I guess, is her relationship with uh, Carl. With who? What's her name? With Carl. Carl, sorry. The male model. But, but yeah. really, that's uh, just like, I, I mean, really, I don't even see that as a, I see that almost like as a perk. Like, okay, question. Yeah, well, that's, okay. Right, I right, have right. a question. Yeah, I, was gonna, I think we're going to say what I'm going to ask. Yeah. Reverse role. What if a man was in charge? Yes. And said, uh-huh. oh, I want, the, I'm going to fuck the model now. Right, right. Yeah. That's the whole point of that. Yeah. Yeah. If that well, was, the, if it was yeah, the opposite, hold on, hold on, I bet you people would have a lot more issues. The same exact thing happened. Yeah. Exact the, same way. Uh, Whatever, uh, just, just male, I female. See, I don't see any issues because he's he's doing what he wants to do for survival. What he wants to do for survival is I want to do this for survival. I want to do that. And if the girl wanted to do the same thing, I'm, I'm willing. I, lo- to- I logically agree with you. Emotionally speaking, it would feel a lot more horrifying. It would. Oh, definitely- it would feel a lot more horrifying. But at the same time, again, if that's what she wants to do, she's a fucking adult. Well, that's Austin's cherry on top of this movie that he's making you ask and wonder, like, why would you emotionally feel like? Because we're. I mean, I'm not saying we're trained for it, but right. we're not not trained for it either. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing right now. There's like almost zero sympathy for the guy. Like and I mean, my almost zero. For the I guy. mean, I, I'm you talking about like laugh at his face about it. You could almost laugh at his face. Yes, I a thousand percent. I a thousand percent agree with. And don't get me wrong. Yeah, the rest of the the people that are alive make fun of him. All they the guys make fun of him. The, All the guys make fun the of him. The dynamics of male and female really get put into weird, like weird situations. There, right? Like, and, yeah. But at the same time, like, what does it matter? And like, the women would have made fun of her if she had done the same thing. If it was a guy, but. Again, if she if she's got something that she's willing to offer and she's mm-hmm. contributing something to get an extra perk, then that's what you got. That's the I hate to say it, but that's the rules of nature. Like that's how it works, boys, boys and girls. Like survivability. Yes. Like logically, I agree with everything you're saying. Right now, again, watching it, it would have felt tropey if you had it. You know what I'm saying? If you had if the gender had the reverse, female, yeah. and I was like, "Wow, way to just stick to norms." But at the same time, even if you kept you, the ages the same, or you switched, yeah, yeah, yeah. even that, yeah. and it's like just gender norms and everything. Yeah, like that. and uh, well, it would it would have felt very, uh, it would have felt like uh, you you. But at the same time, it's very human nature. It's it's just so human nature for us to do that. Why why that makes the most sense. Yeah, that's like, what compliance comes up with me too, because there's a lot of that's pushing. I get, I get what you're saying. Human nature to the extreme. I get what you're saying. A thousand percent. That's why yeah. I, it makes sense. And even though he, we know he's selling himself to an older lady, 
for pretzels or yeah, whatever. Everyone else. knows it. I'm surprised. Yeah. And that whole thing about like, oh, you can only kiss her on her forehead. What did she give him? Like, I'm like laughing at her. Like, what are you oh, doing yeah. here? Right. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Here? Like, whatever. Right. Yeah, I'll kiss um, her. I'll kiss her on those lips. And yeah. that 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 scene is supposed to that dialogue exchange is supposed to get you back to that whole uh, paying thing and the whole yeah, like like that's supposed to touch base with the beginning of the movie, um, which it did for me. Just that not in a very it didn't make me feel anything but kind of like funny about it. Um, yeah. and I'm like, dude, just say it. And also her, just admit it. <laughs> like, just admit it. Yeah, I, it's like you know what's gonna happen. Right. Like this. This woman is, I don't want, I mean, here's the thing is that, well, sorry, I'm skipping a lot of my head here. She's getting power for the first time in a way that she never would have otherwise. Do you guys believe in the saying power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely? Oh, uh, hmm. I, I think uh, absolute power can corrupt absolutely. So not, you're saying it's not for sure. It's not for sure. Because that saying is saying that it is for sure. No, I think it can. I don't think it. I, I think there is people in this world who are just good. Not as, but they not, don't have the power because there are those people, right? Well, yes, but I think there are people who wouldn't abuse that power like that. Hmm. Because but, I would argue is that, you know, she was approaching that when at the end of the movie. Now she the end, she right? was getting there for uh-huh. sure. It was. But you know what? It was also like getting comfortable. It was It was a comfort level of like. There's a lot corrupting. of that's corruption. It, I mean, it is that. corruption. Yeah, I get that. That yeah. doesn't guarantee their safety. No, it guarantees their safety under her thumb, which is what a dictator would do. Right. Right. Or like a manipulator or whatever, anything bad. Right. So let's get to this ending. This ending is where um, Yaya and and this girl are right with Yaya, right? Um, yeah. She yeah. wanted to go for a hike. Uh, they're going out for a hike and they discover that there's an actual like off key rich rich man's resort in that area and they find like they find a couple things really because the, the german woman who had the stroke uh talks with a vendor on foot that's in that area and we first all i think i was not the first to think or the only one to think that it was all no. her imagination or something when, when did like, that happen stroke? so this is where i get lost because you guys oh. had mentioned that oh you, guys didn't did that? you didn't see this part so so i okay so you guys said that she's how many times did she see the vendor twice once, once just once oh just once so then i did see that yeah, yeah, because it happened I, I, right at the end. Right to it, okay, so, so I did see that. Yeah. Because I, I was confused because you guys kept saying, like, because she I was, was... Because they showed him first before they showed that Abigail and Yaya discovered the resort, meaning that up until that point, okay. we didn't know if it was in her mind or not. Okay, so I, maybe... I, I, okay, sure. okay, all right. I understand. I understand. You know, if she was imagining it or dreaming or, or God knows what. I understand. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, but they discovered this thing, and uh, is it Carl that's going through the, through the forest, right? You're trying to catch up to them right is it was carl, or carl somebody was else? carl going towards it uh, i don't running. know i i, I, I don't I understand remember. it somebody was running towards them yeah no, it was carl yeah the it was carl. Thank you. it's like i don't know did he think like did he figure it out did he think maybe something's gonna be wrong trying to catch it was so oh, well, weird. well that's interesting to find out what you think is he's thinking but like uh and abigail's end is like she is hardcore thinking that if she kills yaya right now she can keep that this ruse going whether stranded a little on longer an island right or forever maybe well not right. forever but like longer um and keep the ruse going by killing her and keep keeping everyone in the dark whether or not you know that they're saved um and she holds it, grabs this big rock, and is approaching her, and she's not noticing yet. And then the movie fucking ends. So, <laughs> what do we think about that ending? 
not about what's going to happen next. I want to I want to know that too. But what do you guys think of that ending? Luke, we'll start with you. Because I know you like these kind of endings. I fucking hated it. It killed me. <laughs> it's the eating episode. I was hoping you guys would have a better solution. I hated it. I well, hated we're not coming up with We're just saying, what, what do we think of it? It's whatever what you, you think. think what whatever you think. Either of, I, thought, yeah. I, I thought maybe he had that gut instinct that something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Or something tipped him off. Like, hey, there might be another thing. I need to find him. Because, I don't know, maybe... You know, maybe he saw the vendor ah, too, and I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. Something he knew something was wrong. Okay, what about her? Did you think she kills her? Do you think she killed Abigail? Kills Yaya? <sighs> you hate these kinds of movies. You, you think she killed her? Deep down, I hope no. But power can make people do crazy things. That's why. That's why I asked about the corrupt thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so Oscar used, and it. I think she did become corrupt with power. Did you? When, when did you yeah. see the corruption? Uh, when she's you know fucking her little boy toy. The, one of the many times. <laughs> yes. To the oh, point yeah. where it becomes like a daily routine. From like the first time or from like every other time? I mean, like at first it was just you know, yeah, withholding with food and like being in charge. Like okay, you know. You get this much, you get, you know, because you're good. Oh, I'm the captain? Okay, cool. You get a piece of food. I'm the captain? Cool. You get a piece of food. Mm-hmm. Like the small things in the beginning. I mean, you're going to go from the your highest point in life to down to back to scrubbing toilets. Maybe now you have a Rolex that somebody gave you. Oh, Destiny gave her that, I guess you could say. Yeah. You could argue many different ways. Um, what do you think happens about Tinro? What do I think happens at the end? Yes, where it cuts off. Um, she, gra- she grabs the rock, right? She does grab the rock yeah. and approaches she, her like a silent cat. She she does Dumbass. grab the rock. Um, yeah. I I don't think she does. Okay, I guess I'm more optimistic. Well, because you because you want to be a successful case of someone that doesn't get corrupted by power. Maybe maybe yeah maybe that's, that's what I am. Yeah, possible. I do. Um, I don't think she kills her. I think she drops it right in front of her. Um, I mean, it looked like Abigail's better humanity was coming into her eyes. So, uh, it, did, a few times it, there, did, so. it did, it did. But at the same time, um, I just feel like, what's the point? You're, you lose. It's a lose-lose situation there. You already know that there's, now there's, you're saved, right? Or potentially from this, mm-hmm. there's uh, there's civilization here. So if there is, and you're going to get out of whatever you're going to get to, and you're going to go back to a somewhat normal life, why would you kill somebody and then be projected for murder? Yeah. So like it's just like I don't know. This, again, my rationalization brain thinks that way. Yeah. Maybe, but women don't rationalize shit, so I don't know. But besides the point. Um, <laughs> so yeah, emotions run, emotions run high. Yeah. Um, I think, but I do think that he thought that what's her name was going to kill Abigail. I thought the opposite. I thought that uh, Carl thought that Yaya was going to kill Abigail. Oh, oh, because uh, she asked. Yes. Was, or, yeah, because Abigail's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to go talk to her. I'm going to join her, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 like, you don't have to, like, just leave her, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, no, 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 whatever. No, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. It's just us two, right? And then she's like, I yeah, think that. Shit, though. I don't think, yeah, but I think Yaya would have been like, it was an accident. She was, you know, we, we mm-hmm. were so high and she misstepped and she fell and broke herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be an easy thing because it looked like that also there was like one point in the movie where they're like they're at the highest peak or whatever and yeah, she's like super now. out of breath Abigail's like I'm dying <laughs> you know kind of shit like and yeah Abigail, it was being hard yeah yeah and Yaya was just like okay I'll just wait for you up here <laughs> you know 
Possibility for sure. Yeah. That's where yeah. I think he was running to. I think he was knowing, sensing that Yaya was going to do something against Abigail. Not that Abigail was going to do something against Yaya. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, that's a that's a, that's also. I think I'm leaning towards that too. As far as how Abigail killing her, I think probably yes, because I don't think much of humanity that much, honestly. So <laughs> probably yes. Um, uh, the extent of which is like whether or not I like the ending as a cliffhanger the way it did. I, I was a little bit like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was, it was a too. shocker. Yeah. Um, but I do have something here. I have an interview. As some uh, forget, Los Angeles Times made on uh, with the director Osland. Oh, okay. Asked him about the ending, and here's here's what he says: "Quote, I don't think it is important if she kills her or not. I think the important part is can we identify with the possibility of her do to do it? Then if she does it or not, okay, that can randomly play out in two different ways. And I think also that I had an idea that I wanted half of the audience to want to kill her, and half of the audience to say <laughs> no, don't do it." So for me, it's not interesting what she does, but that it's possible for her to kill her. That's what he said regarding the ending. Um, yeah, and then he'll uh, go on here a little bit. Uh, yes, definitely. Every time I watch something that I have to reflect myself on how I should relate to a situation, then I get interested. And then I also start to ask the questions. Basically, all my films try to confront myself with situations that I think are hard to handle, which... <laughs> <laughs> Which is like definitely his movies in a nutshell, um, with force majeure for sure in this movie. Um, yeah, I love the I love the untraditional the traditional role reversal going on here uh, with uh, Abigail as the leader and everything. Um, it throws a wrench for sure because a lot of I can see a lot of a lot of audiences being much more at ease at watching Carl being in this situation than if it were reversed and Yaya was. Including myself, yeah, which is yeah, weird. I mean, which is weird. I yeah, I, I didn't want her to do it, and I don't know where you guys were, and that did you want her or did you not? But it's uh, I mean, good for him. I think he did a good job of making sure that question was brought up. Yeah. Um. Anything else in this movie? We we actually I, I'll say something lot. right now. I don't think I missed out as much as I <laughs> thought I did. No, you didn't. No, yeah. not at all. Good. Yeah. For the most right. part, you were just limping around the theater, anyways, and watching the screen. Yeah, no, I was trying to pay attention as much as I could. I know I fell asleep for sure. But I think it was like a quick... Cause like, I finally you dozed out from the pain? Yeah, no, I did. I did. Because um, I did take like pain pills beforehand. Yeah, and yeah. I, yeah. And, I, and I, I remember Oscar hitting me. Um, but I think it was maybe like 15 seconds. Yeah, right in the abscess too, I think. <laughs> I don't think it was there because I would have fucking yelled. <laughs> That's true. So much pain. <laughs> so much pain. All right, we're going to take a break. That's a long review. Uh, that's it for our review yeah. of Angle Sadness. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to review our second film, which was Rod Ruff. Is what? Sorry. Watcher. It's Watcher. Stay with us. A young American woman moves with her husband to Bucharest and begins to suspect that a stranger who watches her from the apartment building across the street may be a local serial killer Decapitating Women. This is Watcher, directed by Chloe Okuno, written by Zach Ford and Chloe Okuno, starring a bunch of people who I'm going to butcher their names. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, Micah Monroe, Caro Glussman, uh, Bern Gorman, Tudor Petrut, Gabriela Butuk, uh, Madalina Ania, Christina mm. Delanue, uh, Bogdan Francis, and let's go ahead and stop it. Um, <laughs> 
Let's just stop there. Yeah. So, uh, this is a Shutter. I think I saw it on Shutter. Is it only on Shutter? I don't know. Do you know? In my, it was I, on I saw theaters, it. I think. No, what? yeah, but I'm saying I saw it somewhere else on streaming. I just don't remember where, but just Shutter. Remember where yeah. Um, so I'm gonna start with this one. Um, cool. So uh, this is a. I'm gonna go with it's a horror movie because it's classified a horror movie, but it's more of a thriller for me, thousand percent more. Um, and um, the build up for this movie um, on the thriller aspect. Uh, what's that movie? I think. Uh, Am I confusing for a single white female, or what's that Jodie Foster movie? Um, uh, is that the one where the brave one? Maybe the brave. Maybe I think so. I think the brave one. Yeah, that's the brave one is the movie. It's not horror though. It's really no, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It's about her being raped or something like that. No, uh, her. I think her husband gets killed in front of her by these street thugs. Yes, and she takes um from that yeah. time takes a gun. I think that's the one. Yeah, it gives me that kind of vibe as well as um the the one about the. Looking over the across the building, kind of was super classic movie. I can't think of the name of. Anyways, um, there's some vibes going on for sure uh, in this movie. Um, I like that it takes place in a different country, Bucharest, um, in um, Romania. Romania. Um, it's uh, it's it's cool to do, but at the same time, it's like okay, like it's it's very. Uh, played out, I guess, at the same time. Like, it's a very played out thing. person moves into a new city, new thing, and, you know, all of a sudden, you just have all these things. Um, but I do like the whole play on the fact that uh, she, it's what she's, she has to sell you on this thing, right? Um, she has to sell her... Are they, is she married? No, it's just boyfriend, right? Is that, is that, uh, yeah, I think they're just um, they are fiancés. They're fiancés, yeah. So her her fiance, she has to, and I, the fiance I think does a decentest job of believing her and at least trying to believe her, right? On uh, these things of the following, because you know she's she feels like she's being watched the whole the whole time. Um, but the movie does a, and I I felt it right away where um, it feels a lot like she's the one doing the watching more than. So you know that this guy's mm-hmm. watching her, um, and I think the movie does a really good job of giving us that as well. It's like, well, who is it that we're? Is it her or is it him? Um, and I feel like I actually felt like it was more on her end because everything that comes up on that, and we'll we'll talk more about that as, as we say through the review. Um, but the tension that builds up and a lot of things that she does is very American dumb horror shit that happens, and I, I can't stand shit like that, and I feel like that's also just like in a very American, like I'm entitled to know what you're doing kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, it felt very much that, and especially like, once you get that um, perspective later, it's just like yeah, it makes sense to like, why would you, why would you think like that, you know? Why would you like, oh, I don't, I feel like we I feel like our culture is to think like that and I feel other people's culture isn't to think like, you know, like, no one we don't come. We come up more defensive, I suppose, um, in that mm. in that aspect. Um, but overall, the stuff that happens in the movie is a very big. Um, I told you so, kind of thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. And I, I do love the ending. Um, what's it called? I do love the ending of the movie, but I felt like it wasn't it wasn't too too long. But I also did feel like the movie was just like 
took a little bit, it felt like it took a little bit long to get where it wanted to get to. I maybe you could have uh-huh. just like I don't know I don't know if you feel the same way Oscar but I felt like some of the stuff it was just like I get what you're doing but just like you're the way you're going about it you could have done it I don't know in a better I don't know what's the better way because I'm not a director or anything but something you could have done better at least I thought right. yeah uh, but overall I did have the the tension build up for some of the moments are really good um, and this like quietness I think they could have played a little bit more better with those aspects. But overall, it's a fine movie. All right. Okay. Luki Poo? <sighs> Boy, the, this movie fucking suck. I'm sorry. I did not like it at all. <laughs> the pay- Oh, my God. It's like... It was slow for you. It's so fucking slow. It's like what you said something about, like, the uh, movie you saw earlier uh, in the show, how it was, like, something... Um, but like, oh, uh, yeah. With five minutes of horror at the end. Yeah. Yeah. This was that movie for me. Oh my That's right, lord! Really, right? <laughs> oh, it's like some give me something, you know? Mm-hmm. Nope, not until the very fucking like five ten minutes. You get blood, <laughs> gore, like, yeah. I, The whole movie is whether or not she is being watched. Yeah, like you're, the, you're just a, you're just a male who doesn't understand the female in distress, uh, which and you don't believe people. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> this movie's not for me. It yeah, was so boring. I, honestly, I just I wish she could have been wrong and it was something else. <laughs> um what what would you what would you have wished for? Like what if it was I don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> anything about this movie. Got it. Oh. Yeah, no, I can see it getting to some for sure. Cause I didn't know going into it, it should be obvious with the title, but um I didn't know going into it that it was going to be this methodically about. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I knew the methodically whole slow. Methodically slow. I mean, methodical already kind of meaning slow about um, the nature of uh, point of view and watching and and feeling being watched. Like the whole movie is like that, and the fact that you add in an American overseas kind of thing and a tourist in a new land, a stranger in a strange land, kind of fish yeah. out of water, all these little trophy things. <laughs> You add that mixture in there, and you add the "It Follows" girl in there as a main lead, um, and yeah, this is this is what it looks like. Um, and it's uh, I think it's filmed by by a female, right? By a woman, right? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Um, what the film by a movie by a female? Uh, Chloe Okuno. Yeah, Chloe Okuno, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, uh, it, I think it is trying to talk for sure about these dynamics. The, unfortunately, though, it's not like. It's not breaking anything new, new ground on this stuff. A lot of this has been told many, many times. Some of the ones that are told um, like this that uh-huh. don't necessarily have a female perspective in mind when they do it still come off this way because, um, you know, they tend to be the high risk or the highest kind of uh, endangered, you know, serial killer fodder or whatever. They, they're the ones that get targeted the most by general standards so it's like always seen that way anyway so a lot of movies can get away from you know a woman knowing that women out there especially if they're by themselves or if they think they're being watched that then maybe most likely are you know uh maybe in some little capacity like someone just looked over or in a higher capacity like this movie someone legit staring down at you um what no i was want to say something later more more spoilery yeah, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there soon, actually. Um, 
What do we think of uh, the her her acting in the movie? She carries the entire movie. So, um, what do you think of her? <laughs> Sorry, was that Audible? Yes, yes, yes. Hello, Audible. Hello, Audible. Uh, what did you? Th- <laughs> you didn't like her performance, or you just like? I just hated her. I wish I could have just. <laughs> if that's I could mark- strangle her myself, I would. Did that supermarket thing get- break you? The whole market thing. So dumb. And then the the post post the highlight reel of uh, looking at the footage in that did that. Did that did that break you a little bit? Yeah. So I actually liked that a lot. That scene uh made me think like, oh I that was a that was a scene that convinced me that this whole movie is gonna be this way, that the whole movie is gonna be like a back and forth on whether or not it is legitimate that she's being watched. Um because that leads to her chasing him, right? Um not chasing him, but like following him and um and him putting not a restraining order, but like calls the cops on on her, right? And it's like a reversal, and it leads into this thing about like maybe it's just like a weird loner, maybe creepy guy that just like lingers on staring at you sometimes, um, which happens I'm sure all the time, and uh, but still harmless, you know. And you know it plays with that; it has a dance with it. And that was the scene where I thought of that because uh, the the fiance looks at it, the guard looks at it, even I'm looking at it. Um, knowing that I'm watching a horror movie, that something's going to happen eventually, most likely, not like 100%, right? But, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yeah, that could be something else too, though. You know, I'm looking at it dispassionately, and that's the whole point is that you're not supposed to look at it dispassionately. She's feeling all these things, and whether or not is she comes by it honestly is true. Like, she's having these feelings regardless, and that's what the movie's forcing you to think about. Um, it's just that it's just very slow. Okay. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, I do have on very slow. I, I do have some issues with her, especially towards like the middle of the movie, where I'm just like, and she mm. does, you know, it's a good, it's a good. She's playing this like actress, or not I mean, I don't think she's great, actress. honestly, in the movie. She's, but I think she pulls it off okay. No, no, no. no. I'm yeah, saying, I but I do, I do find her like Jesus. Can we just get a, get it going? Yeah, for sure. Especially Did somebody like, kill her already or try to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really like that underground stripper scene because uh, I did not know where that was going at all. It was like a very, like, where is it? Why? No, the museum. The museum. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot because uh, it has a very like. That was uh, one of the few points of the movie where you're totally in her shoes, 100, percent because you are discovering it literally by her um, as she's discovering it, right? And just as much she gets startled by the. The girl that's her neighbor, right? You know, and all that. Um, I like that. That was a really good scene. But it was more of a better scene itself than it was like... Like, I wasn't wild by her performance necessarily. Again, not underwhelmed either. But, you know, it was just whatever. It was whelmed. Um, should we get into spoilers for this movie? Or do we have something else to say before? Uh, no, I think we get into spoilers. <laughs> Look. You ready? Does that mean you're ready? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> spoilers for Watcher starting now. The last five fucking minutes of the movie, you realize she's not fucking crazy. Uh, it was like seven minutes. Okay. But yeah. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think the biggest relief I felt mm-hmm. was for the husband. He can go into work tomorrow. <laughs> the next day, be like, guys, I know my uh, my wife acts fucking nuts, but there was a guy trying to kill her. We, I think you can weasel a promotion. I just it. came from the hospital. She weasel. got her throat slashed. She's okay, though. Yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. Huge relief on his part. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, would it's you rather, okay, in that situation, would you rather be right where you hurt or would you rather be wrong? Really? It is what it is. I think that's the important question the movie's asking at the end. Um, would you rather her be right or would you rather her be wrong? And then put yourself in those shoes. Would you rather be right if your paranoia thought someone was watching you and it happened to be a serial killer? I had a thousand percent rather be wrong. Yeah. Would you rather, would you rather be wrong? You'd rather be like a whole missed case of nothing than you're, you're well, wrong. I would, yeah, because I wouldn't want to be in that fucking situation. I think there's a lot of psychologists out there that would argue the other way, Roth, and they would honestly say, I'm not saying I'm one of them, but I understand it, yeah. is that they would rather be right. They would tie being right than live being wrong. I think well, a lot of people would go with that. I think I would rather, like, okay, I can change at least, like, not be as paranoid or whatever this is and that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. but then people... I'm saying it's not so cut and dry for others, I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I, I lean more towards you. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather be nothing, for right. sure. I want my neighbor to be alive. <laughs> like, that whole scene with, uh, with the thump that clearly was her screaming or her yet her gasp of whatever and it was a body if it, it sounded like a body fucking right. yeah, the yeah, goddamn did, wall yeah. and like stop doubting yourself stop it it right. reminded me of a speak no evil again if you ever watch it uh, you'll know what i mean um like stop doubting yourself trust your goddamn instincts you yeah. know um <laughs> yeah but again when you've been shot <laughs> I was too, sometimes, while okay. we're in her apartment let me check the half open closet Maybe he knows. Was it half open? Yeah, it was partially yeah, open. Partially open. Like, let me. Hey, I'm like, you know, I think she always kept this closet closed. Why is it open? Let me just close it up for her. Oh, look, there's the killer. I mean, I would have waited for the neighbors. To, well, I guess the neighbors were there. Yeah, I mean, they had the like the landlord lady and the, all the other neighbors were at the door. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, if this is where I'm, where I'm different than her, like I would look in those closets. I would look everywhere. I wouldn't just like. Look around. Yeah, you know what? Like I will say that's where her, her Americanness does act up. Where I'm like, how American are you? Because we would be like, we're proving a point here. We're gonna check. We're gonna check everything. Yeah, that's yeah. She loses her American card, which I guess makes sense living there now. But right. like, <laughs> because like we would look everywhere. Oh yeah, for a body or we're whatever. Proving, we're proving our point, or yeah, we're yeah. leaving storming for sure. Yeah, what are yeah. No way, a fucking cat. This fucking cat. <laughs> no way. Um. Yeah. No way. Although it was a good setup with the cat. It for was. Like a, for a red herring that was like a movie red herring. Not yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Not like a bad guy. Um, so so you, you liked the ending, right? If I speak more of that. You said you liked that. You liked it a lot? You had a lot of fun with the ending? I had fun with the ending, yeah. I, and I thought that she was faking it um, at first, but then you saw the pool of blood and I was like, oh, I guess she wasn't faking it. She was just bleeding out. You know? Um, and then uh, which, I mean, those shots... When she shot him, yeah. I was like, "Good for you." And it's funny because, like, I think you do. I think the husband is, or boyfriend, whatever, does a good job of like also like, "Fuck, she was right." Like, she he has that look on his face. Like, <laughs> he gives good realization face. Yeah. yeah, he does give like I'm good at realization. You know what? And I gotta give him credit because he gave her a lot more shots than like your normal typical I think other movies we've seen. Yes, yeah, other movies that we've seen yeah. and stuff like that. He was like, "No, I, I believe you. Let's go. Let's go check." Even it. even better than but, husband and hereditary, right? Oh yeah, but like at the same time, that's where he brings up this, like, well, look at it from their perspective. You're kind of watching him, like, and that's yeah. where the, I think that's where the movie does a good job because, like, like, yeah, you're right. Like I was like I was saying, and I know Luke 
just disagrees with me completely, but where I think the movie does a good job where the movie's just called Watcher, she's the one doing more watching than anybody else. He, mm-hmm. he is, but really she's the one noticing and she's the one looking out and she's the one she brings, always... She calls for his attention. Like, I don't think he necessarily would have picked her to kill either. Oh, I don't but, think so either. But she's constantly I, watching and she's I think, noticing I think, she, I think also it's like too yeah. easy of a pick for her for her you're new home or whatever like yeah it's just like you're too new you're this you know what i'm saying yeah like, and it starts with the window but it starts with that old man or exactly or whatever right. like it's really the old man that does start this whole thing right yeah. she's doing the watching imagine through his point of view if we were like watching the entire movie through his point of view we see him right. killing sure but like yeah. he'd, be, he'd be like paranoid of being constantly caught right and all this shit right exactly and exactly. you see this girl watching him all the time like does she know what i do you know um right. shit i have to kill her um it kind of works both ways in a fun way, you know. Um, it is fun. Yeah, you're right, Ralph. But the, you know, the, the again, the movie being delivered, which I understand Luke's point. I'm not saying I agree with your point, Luke, but I understand why you're frustrated. Um, 100% is that its deliberateness does lead to a lot of like, you know, you have to really fall into the movie's rhythm, and you either do or you don't. And a very slow rhythm. Yep. 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 Um, but the, the I, I kind of wish the movie went a little more Gonzo with the ending, but um. Because uh, the more yeah, like more blood, go nuts, man! At the end, oh, it's fucking, too, yeah. fucking go nuts, man! That's what that's what's fun about it is that you can be like at the end of Inside or something. Um, I think it, I think it would have been more fun because uh, you know at that point, once you know, we know, you know, right? Um, exactly. And uh, and I didn't so much buy that she got her throat slit that way. I mean, it didn't look super deep, granted, but like, and then she was able to get up at the end to kill him. I thought she was. I thought he was just going to get caught, and she ended up dead anyway. Oh, whatever, you know. Um, I didn't necessarily think that. I'm glad she killed him. I'm just saying they could have found a better way to get her to get up again, or like get him to be okay with leaving her potentially alive. It doesn't seem like he would leave a job half done, personally. Well, um, I think he was leaving to go kill the little girl, right? Pro- oh yeah, probably yeah. But like, oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah. In the moment, though, without making sure she's, I don't know. Well, I yeah, I think that's where because he. I th- I think she sold him that she was dead because mm. he lays down next to her and puts his hand on her hand. Yeah, and then that's true. That's true. She does his like, I'm just gonna yeah. keep my eyes like open, kind of shit. Mm. I'm dead. Okay, okay, so. maybe it's a little more believable. But it just seems a little weird. No, I um, I do agree with you, but yeah, yeah. it's just fun movie. But she does do it was a little movie. Um, that's Watcher. Luke does not recommend. <laughs> no, don't watch the Watcher. Don't watch Watcher. Well, don't watch Watcher because The Watcher is a different movie. The Watcher? Yeah. I thought The Watcher was a TV show on Netflix. It probably is, all these things. We're probably all right on this. Um, we're going to take another break here. When we come back, we're going to review our last film of the evening, part of our marathon, which is what, Roth? The Born <laughs> Supremacy. The Born Identity. Yeah. Stay with us. A man is picked up by a fishing boat. Bullet riddled and suffering from amnesia before racing to elude assassins and attempting to regain his memory. This is Matt Damon. Uh, this is The Born Identity, uh, directed by Doug Lyman, written by too many people. So Tony Gilroy and that one dude. Two people. Tony Gilroy, William mm-hmm. Blake Heron, those did the screenplay, and it's a novel That's by Robert Ludlum. That's all that matters. That's it. See, I read three people. That's too many. That's too many? Yep. Okay. Uh, this is starring Franca Potente. Yeah, what happened to her, bro? I don't know. Run a little run, right? 
Yeah, that's her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Damon, Chris Cooper, Clive Owen, Brian Cox. Uh, who else is uh, Walton Goggins? Yeah, <laughs> very young, <laughs> straight Julia out of Stiles. high school. Julia Stiles, right. also straight out, straight out swim fan. That girl, straight out, yeah, no shit. Right? No, probably straight out of traffic. I think traffic was the or year. oh, uh, Wale, oh my god, oh, I haven't thought of that movie in ages. I can do you, Agaba, dude. Agbahi? Yeah, this is uh, what's his name in um, Lost? I don't know. He was in Lost, whatever. He was in the tail end. <laughs> That's all I know. I stopped watching. Anyways, um, Born Identity, Oscar went first, I went second, Lukey Poop. What did you... Okay, well, first Have of all... Have you seen this before? And right. Yeah. Have you seen this before? <clears throat> yes. And what did At you least think once or twice. What did you think of it at that point? You saw it? I thought it was good. I don't know much of it. I don't think, you know... Did you ever watch the series? How many times have you seen it since then? Since you... I think I saw at least every movie, minus the last two new, newest ones, at least yeah. twice. Okay. The one with Jeremy Renner, and then the last one with Matt Damon, I probably only saw once. Okay. All right. And what did you think of this viewing? This viewing now? Yeah. I enjoyed it. it I, I want to rewatch the whole series now. I was actually on Amazon looking up the Blu-ray prices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, I mean, they're great? all on HBO, I think. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's a cool series. I was surprised that it was, you know, PG-13. I was like, hmm, I could have sworn this was like a rated R franchise. But I thought so, too. Yeah. Yeah, not mm-hmm. much killing, not much TNA, but... No, not at all on TNA. Yeah. yeah. Pretty awesome. Good old espionage. Yeah, this is uh, 2002. Um, I think it's also like... Uh, it's like... Uh, what's that movie? Uh, Enemy of the State on uh, with a little bit more, real, I, it Realism, felt more realism. I yeah, Enemy of the State is a little more, a little nutty. No, yeah, but it felt like more realism in this one, where they have all this like information at their fingertips, like they can get this information rapidly, mm-hmm. um, with the surveillance tapes and all that stuff. But uh, um, but it is in the same vein though as Enemy. It is, yeah, yeah, for sure. Very I've similar. seen this, yeah, I've seen this franchise a ton. Um, I would say probably multiple, like double digits, probably for. At least the first two movies. Um, yeah. Um, the third one, I don't think I've seen maybe more than five times at best. And then the last one, I think twice, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. The one with Jeremy Renner. Maybe three times. If I think once was in Spanish. I just can't remember, to be honest. With you. Um, hmm. But yeah, The Born Identity, I think it's one of those movies where um, it kind of like pushes a lot of movies uh, forward in this genre with this like espionage, the whole... It, like adultifies a lot of stuff, especially like coming from your um, James Bond with uh, all the gadgets and all that you know espionage stuff going on on that aspect, right? Um, you have like a more down-to-earth realism, realistic potential thing, you know? Uh, but also not realistic where you're like, or at least you hope not realistic. <laughs> of uh, where they oh, have like how government super soldiers ops yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Right. well they have these like super soldiers you know trained for all these things and... also what are they spending on Matt Damon's training that it takes 30 million dollars to get him to be this good 30 yeah. million dollars was That's it just for him or was it for yeah, the no program? just for him I think it was just for he him, says yeah. he's a 30 million dollar malfunctioning weapon that's yeah. what he calls I, him I, I think exactly what he calls I think so what I heard that number I'm like probably research and development costs 
Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So they're adding in costs for others? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 R&D, yeah. man, it's a pain. Yeah. It's a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Luke, Luke's awesome. Luke makes it sound like he's like working, roughing it over there. Um, yeah, but I, I think this is uh, also like uh, a really big jump for Matt Damon, right? Oh yeah, this is what made him an action star. I mean, I'm not saying he. Wa- I don't think he was before at all, right? Really? I don't think so either. No, that's that's. I'll look up. He definitely didn't start. Uh, hold on, his discography. Sorry, discography. <laughs> well, Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> that was after this. That was way after this. Yeah, I know it was. Not so way. really, before everything, he did. Good Will Hunting. Uh, Chasing uh, Amy. Meet Joe Black. No, I'm Good Will Hunting. Saving Private Ryan. Rounders. Dogma. Ripley. Yeah, Ripley, that's one. That's uh, one. Bagger Vance. <laughs> Finding yeah. Forrester. Yeah, I should set piece on Bagger Vance. <laughs> he did a lot of stuff. Jay's had a Bob Strike back, so he's doing a lot of stuff for, what's his name? Kevin Smith. Yeah, and uh, And then he finally does uh, Ocean's Eleven. It's supposed to for sure, but no, it's not the same. Ocean's Eleven, and then after Ocean's Eleven, he does Born Identity. He does mm-hmm. stuff in between, obviously. Then he, he does Green trip. Zone. Green Zone also counts as a horror action movie. Yeah. Then Born Supremacy. Then Ocean's Twelve. Uh, Syriana. Then yeah, he becomes a bigger action person. Yep. There it is. There is the start of it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he still doesn't do a whole lot of action, but he did do that. And then he did the Great Wall. He did a bunch of other bad yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. Ones. But the Born stuff is clearly the best stuff. Right? Yeah, the, the Born stuff is cool. I, I, what I like about it is, is very much this whole like, it's so ingrained in him. He's just like I can. What he explains to uh, Marie at the restaurant, he's like, yeah. "I can tell you the twelve license plate numbers of right. the, the thing. Yeah. I can tell you that I can run for fourteen minutes straight before my hands are shaking. You know, like I can tell you in the cold. I can tell you like all these things, but I, but I can't tell you why I know that. You know, obviously, we all know that. We all know why because I think this movie people. movie believes that muscle memory is king. Like, yeah, for sure, big sure. than that." Which yeah. I don't know if that's been factually or scientifically proven, but it works. You know, you just buy it. Hey, man, I've, I've gotten home before from work, and I don't know how. <laughs> just letting you know right now. Ditto. Ditto. I mean, I forget the code to, yeah. like, lock, put the alarm on in my store when I leave. Only I, I only remember when I'm about to do it. <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't remember right, right now. I get right. forced today to break in there. I'd be like, dude, you're on your own. I don't remember the code. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, to be fair, like in the last two months, I've probably had to go back to my house like five times and be like, did I lock the front door? <laughs> just to double check. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember I just I turn around, I lock the door, and I walk out, you know. And it's like, wait, did I actually lock the door? Goddamn muscle memory. Yeah, I what I like about um <laughs> like in all the stuff that he does when he's because you know obviously we don't care about spoilers, right? Um right, right. And all the stuff that he does, like he points guns at people, or like what do you want? He kills, or he's defending himself, especially when he what's that one guy, that Italian guy who still to this day makes me laugh. I don't know where what, what the actor's name was, but the guy who who was closest to him in Spain or whatever that comes to his house in France, yeah, um, and he just jumps off the window. Oh, <laughs> funny, God. Like one of the funniest things for me. It does look funny. Yeah, it does look funny. Yeah, um, when he does that and everything, I just feel like when he's like. Fighting and you know, obviously he can't be taken down. And when he gets to Conklin, finally, Conklin's just like, "Get the fucking gun out of my face, you dumb piece of shit!" <laughs> like, and it's just like the arrogance, you know, of him. Of just like, like you, that's what he tells him. You're like a thirty million dollar malfunctioning fucking weapon, right? Like, you know, 
Um, yeah, I mean, but on his side, you know, it's a, it's a very interesting movie because I wonder, and it's hard to picture yourself, at least for me, maybe for Roth too, because we've seen it a thousand, thousand times. Um, but it's, it's, it, it's a wonderful movie to discover because, um, they play it, they play it straight though. It's not like a big mystery. It's a little bit of a mystery, Yeah. but like we're, we're discovering a lot of the movie with him yeah. and it must be, it must be so mind boggling to wake up not knowing shit. And then you discover the gun, the passwords, right. right. All this shit around you. You're on the run from the cops. You think it's because of the police officers you beat up the night before, but it's not for but that. It's not right. Exactly. Um, it's for entirely different reasons. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but at the same time, they're showing you also that they're bringing you in on this whole thing with uh, the CIA and Treadstone and Chris Cooper. Uh, but even with them, you don't get the full picture yet until like at the right moment. So the movie does really good back and forth reveals of information um, that, again, it's hard to picture the first time again in this movie because I've seen it a times. But um, if you can, it's fun to realize how it all really works really well. It's a really nice script. Yeah. Um, it moves on really nicely, um, but I think everything that Matt da- or uh, what's the name uh, Jason Bourne was trained on, he must have been trained on everyday items, because he, the, every one of his enemies. Now I'm talking about the trilogy here. Every one yeah. of his enemies have high tech versions of it. They have this perfectly balanced knife, and he has this perfectly <laughs> bullshit big pen, and yeah. he wins. And um, <laughs> It's, I think it's because he was trained with big pants, not right. necessarily. Yeah, I, I think it's very, it's very much no. so like uh, trained to be like, well, what happens in a situation where you don't have a weapon? What do you know that you can it's use like the great the adapter. He adapts it's, to the oh, room. Yeah, exactly. Right. What can you use in the room that you know it can be used as a weapon? But he always uses shitty cars where they all use like this movie. He uses whatever that car is. Yeah. You know, versus cop cars, which are yeah, better. Yeah. In the second they, one, he uses a, a shitty, uh, beat up cop car from uh, from Russia, I think. And was, the third uh, one, he uses taxi, a taxi, taxi car. Taxi, yeah, yeah, that was the third one. I think. He anyway. uses a taxi, and, but but in the in the first one, he uses a pen. In the second one, he uses a magazine that he rolls up. A, a magazine, yeah. Yeah, yeah he rolls it up. Third really one, tightly, like a textbook. And he beats the fuck out of the guy. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, I forget the third one. What he uses is a book, a textbook. Is it a textbook? Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> this is a textbook. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like it's uh, the perfect weapon. I like the perfect weapon. Um, yeah, the whole that whole thing works really well. What do you think is the shaky cam? It's also the introduction, uh, the real introduction to this in-your-face shaky cam kind of action. Do you guys follow it well? Do you guys like this style? What do you guys think of it? Um, I, I guess it was shaky cam, but I, you could still kind of understand what's going on. I think. Mm-hmm. So, no complaints there. What? Yeah, I think it's done well compared to other things that we've seen in the past or we've seen during the time. Yeah, this is the um, first of its kind, though. This is, I, I think it's the first. Is, I believe. No, 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 I know what I'm saying. It's, it's done right. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel fucked up. I love the the shitty car chase in a shitty car. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's Every like, movie uh, has one. Yeah. You know, but no, usually it's like a nice car. And here we have this like total like shit. Car. Right, I was like, what we were saying earlier in the board movies, he does all. It's always he's in the shittiest fucking car, and everyone else has like amazingness, you know, like top yeah. of the line, like brakes. He's outmaneuvering them every time, right? Right. That's the whole point. He's an expert fucking. <laughs> I mean, Formula there's one also driver. great lines in this movie where he's like, "We can never go back to this car." Yeah, that was great when they <laughs> yeah. when they park and yeah, he they waits park. like a whole minute, and then he's like, "You can never come back to this car." <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm gonna like, wipe it down. Right. Right. 
Uh, he does just get, to go wipe down that, that later on when the scene crime guy, crime tech guys are there. Like, we can't find a print. Yeah, it's so, like yeah. three hours later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, some, yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff. That's good but uh, yeah, I would say so the spycraft stuff. But also, I think this is also like the realization, and I I don't think like I I feel like there's precursors to like guys. You need to know that if the government wants to find somebody, they can find somebody. Oh yeah. Like if 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 you if you did something really fucked up, you're gonna get manhunted. Like you're gonna be on a manhunt. Like you're gonna get found. I'm just letting you know right now. Like, it's not as, and, it, and I think it's like sending a message, it's sending a two-pronged message, where it's sending to the world, hey, we can we can find you, right? And it's like sending the world a message that America can find you wherever we want, right? Whatever we want kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, it's also saying like, by the way, FYI, you have no privacy. Uh, that, <laughs> that CIA headquarters, yeah. all those CRT monitors. Oh, jeez. But there was a couple of, like flat screens. I was like, "Oh, somebody got an early budget upgrade." <laughs> but so many of those huge ass monitors. I was like, yeah, "Holy fuck!" Yeah, those desks probably support like ten thousand pounds just for those <laughs> monitors. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they were huge. I'm glad we're past that shit. Um, and it's getting better. I hope. Um, what do you think this movie's trying to say about amnesia? Do you think the movie's saying anything about it, or is it just like the con- is just like the starting point? Uh, I mean, amnesia sucks. I'm assuming, but uh, was it really amnesia, or was it just kind of the, the whole threadstone thing, just fucking him? Well, up? Uh, well, about this, like, do you think amnesia can kind of like restart whatever amoralness you might have had before? Because he clearly had no problem killing before. You know, he was like the number one killer, right, in Treadstone. Um, you know, and that's gone now. He's Back to this, he's back to square one as far as morality and innocence, so to speak. Right, he wants to do the right thing all the time. Right, he's trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, to the point where, like, his handlers are asking, like, he left a gun. What does that mean? Is that a message? Like, they don't even believe that he wants right. to do the right thing. Like, right. that's not their first go-to. Um, you know, if he had killed the cops, for example, they wouldn't be chasing him. And then, well, at the very beginning of them being ch- of the embassy part. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, I, I don't know if the movie's saying. I don't think it's movie saying anything. I'm just asking in case you all had some thought on it. But no, I don't. Uh, I don't think it's saying anything. I I think it's yeah. I think it's saying more on the the, the treadstone thing, the brainwashedness of it. Yeah, what I was say, what, is, what do you think this movie saying about our American government? <laughs> right. That's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, politically, saying, like, yeah, probably saying. Yeah, I, I think it's saying more on that, like mm-hmm. the way that they you know they brainwash you and do all this thing. Like the guy wanted to be. Um, but it's like a win-win for America, right? In the end, it doesn't matter because he's like a, a guy who has his skill set, but he has the morality of not wanting to do anything, you know, like kill. Good people, yeah, it both right? makes it makes Mac Damon, who's an American, look well and top of the face of the the mistakes of the American right, exactly. own branch or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and I also feel like very. I mean, it does feel very dated in the time. It does feel very like frozen in time of what's going on. Cause there's a lot of stuff that happens. Like he's looking through phone books, obviously a flip where phone. a flip phone. Sure. The police <laughs> are pieces. like, yeah, yeah. The earpieces, very noticeable. Earpieces. Yeah. Very noticeable. Like, yeah. Very the, Agent Smith. Yeah. Era. Very agent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, also the, uh, just like the very comfort level of how police approach things. Like 
just in general, there's no like heightened security. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone's like, oh well, we're just gonna like, come approach this guy. Like, like he's. But it does seem like also an overreaction to highlight this this Treadstone project that was obviously greenlighted and in yeah. in lieu of the you know the obvious terrorism that happened. It was a that. video game program. Though, oh yeah, that, 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 that decade. That's all Treadstone was. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying this came out in 2002, right? Guess what happened the year before, right? So, um, right. You know, what I'm saying like it's a part of that too, right? The over, over counter terrorism we're doing, like you know, it's like a a reaction, a traumatic reaction to that too. Yeah, it could be seen as that. I'm saying, yeah. yeah. Uh, which I. What see. did you guys think of the relationship between Marie and uh, Ford? I thought it was a very well believed thing. Like when yeah. she, I like that she initiated. Yeah, I thought so too, and I, I always forgot yeah. who initiated it. It's so rare to see that, actually. I think back yeah. on it, I'm like, it's kind of re- I mean, is it that rare? Maybe I'm just rem- not remembering very well. I just don't remember that being a whole thing. Um, well, I think he's just so involved. Or... I think it's just so in his head that he's trying to problem solve this thing. He's oh, yeah, like, oh, he's not thinking about it at all. Talk about anything. No, no, yeah, no, uh, that's good. I'm just saying I like that the movie plays it that way. Oh, okay. I just want to know one thing. What? How bad did he smell? He didn't shower for like three days. He was wearing that raggedy ass fucking uh, sweater that he got from the ship with the holes. No, that was his clothes to begin with because they had the bullet holes. Yeah. No, when they found him, he was wearing like a bodysuit, like a wetsuit. But the, the the captain guy gave him some clothes, like 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 that big wool sweater. Yeah. The oh whole, yeah, yeah. The sorry. sweater had holes in it though. That's funny. I know. The holes, I mean. It's fisherman's gear, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're not out there to make a fashion statement. No, he yeah. definitely smelled after, but I don't think they were... Yeah, he, no, he smelled pretty uh, bad. Pretty rank. I'm, I'm glad she's like, oh, I'll fuck him now that he's showered. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, she didn't look also all that either. No. You know, I at least I don't think so. She was a very convincing g- gypsy type, for sure. G- uh, gypsy uh, type, a nomadic for sure. Type, also, yeah. I, I love yeah. that she was a gypsy because... Uh, Conklin yeah. uh, doesn't like like her at all because he's like, wait, what? He's got like, she's got like no ties, no skills, no, no, no nothing. <laughs> like, and she's like, I don't like her. Fucking pull everything <laughs> up on everything this bitch, <laughs> right? It is one of those things. Lightest thread is what. They, yeah, she stayed here six years ago for a month. Like, okay, go there. Yeah, right. <laughs> the, the best one, it's, that was so yeah. good too. And he's like, how do they know each other? Like, it's just coincidence. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, it's just coincidence, and he thinks like, "Oh, she's a part of some shadow group that just took over our main." But right, that's killer. how paranoid they are because you know that's what they deal with. She's but... the from Romania. Get her, <laughs> damn! That's right, <laughs> she is a watcher. Um, no, no, yeah, it, it looks sus. If I, on his point of view, I get it. It looks sus, and he's obviously trying to overcorrect. Um, but in that bureaucratic way, covering your own ass kind of way, that just looks so sleazy. Um, that you never on his side. I'm never on his boss's side either, which obviously becomes a, a highlight in part two. He's a bigger, bigger deal. Brian Cox's uh, role. Um, but also this also this movie also feels kind of like a video game, a little bit in the sense like like all the bosses get awakened to go chase this guy, and you know it's going to be one kill up, right? One right. hitman in the other first his apartment. Then we get Clive Owen, which is the first time I've ever seen Clive Owen in a movie back then. Um. And uh, as a sniper battle, there's a sniper right. battle, and he has a shotgun. How is he going to solve it? And then yeah. the, you think the third guy's going to go after him, but it actually goes, kills Conklin instead, which is a cool little twist there. I was cool, though. It was like a, it was like a boss thing. It was like a boss battle thing. It thing. was, yeah, it was really yeah nice. very much so. Yeah. And again, the chase, of course. Um, 
Yeah, it was cool. What do you think of the whole? Uh, I mean, I, I I didn't care so much about it because it was just a mission to me. Like I didn't super was the interested. Wambosi, yeah, the Wambosi. What do you think of Wambosi thing? Um, I mean, I think that was just like a plot device to kind of get him to the that's whole. I, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, I I agree, but at the I same mean, time, yeah. I don't think they overplay it. I think they do a good enough job of saying he's a thorn on our side because we had him and we've used him already, and he knows that we exist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. So he's a thorn on our side, but really it's nothing crazy. And it and is when more Klein realizes uh, that he can hire another hitman to kill him and, and lay it on and Born. Blame Born. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like that's when he gets killed because of that reason. Like he couldn't kill him right before until he figured out he could use Born in a certain way. Yeah. Or use his, his him being alive as a as a way. Right. Um to kill him off. Yeah, that was good. Okay, Brian Cox is Patriot. Brian what? <laughs> Brian Cox, the uh, ward, Abbott, Abbott, the guy who's Abbott. in charge of Conklin. Yeah, yeah. What about him? He's a patriot. Don't worry about it. Yeah, totally. 100%. Um, no, but uh, also he serves as a, like, as a weird time, I guess, for some reason, to stop a, cold, a cold-blooded a cold Jason Bourne pre-amnesia and yeah. extracts because he has his kid with him. Right. Right, that was a uh, that was strange. I think it was a thing about the mixture of already of the headaches and a bunch of other stuff going on. Yeah, and eventually it was it was he was it's gonna fail that one. To, you have some kind of from the training and whatever. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. It has to be something like that. Yeah, some reaction. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, but I overall, movie. I think the movie's. I, I don't. Know, I think the movie still holds up. I think it's still a good movie. It hella holds up. I actually like part two more, but uh, I it's it's only more because it builds on this one, which is really great. Right. No, they do they do a great job of the building up on from this one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's just so competent. He just looks so competent. I look so useless next to this guy. <laughs> right? Like I feel like I can't achieve anything in life. Well, I I love it part two because I saw it already. In part two when uh <laughs> with Julia <laughs> Stiles, she's, yeah. they bring her in and they're like, they she's were like, next uh, to you, bitch. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 that's Is that what you meant. No, no, no. I like the part where they were like, uh, like, well, why would he go through uh, customs with yeah. his passport? And she's like, wait. What? Like, guys, she, he doesn't, like, you guys do know, he doesn't get caught, like, on accident. You guys yeah. you guys do realize this, right? Everything he does is on purpose. Oh, yeah. Like, potential. he's about to fuck you. Like, yeah. you don't know it. He's about to fuck you. Like, you so don't hard. Fucked, but it's, you're going to feel it in a moment. Right, yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. just so funny. Yeah. I remember She's I like, she has, like, literal fear in her eyes. Like, fuck, this guy's still around. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh. No, there was, uh, also, these movies were huge. Everyone was talking about these. Oh movies. yeah, these were were two and three. gigantic. How much money does this movie make? I don't know, but I remember everyone talking about it. Though I do remember a lot of conversation around this movie. Um, I remember our parents loving it. It's like a very big family movie too. Like everyone loves it. It's a big crowd pleaser type. So um, it cost them sixty mil to make around estimated. It said sixty uh, mil. Jesus. Yeah, it said it grossed in the U.S. and Canada one hundred and twenty-one mil hmm. box office. And then worldwide was two hundred fourteen million. Pretty good back then, yeah, for sure. Well, not mean, nowadays, but right. That's a that's a high grossing movie for sure. That is a high grossing movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else on Born Identity? Can't stop there. Also, my some of my favorite titling is these, this trilogy. You know, yeah. I, you know, you know what? Part. They do it right. I love they, it so much. You know, it's even have better so- than that. It's even better than it's the Born Identity, Supremacy, and Ultimatum. Yeah. They're also alphabetical. <laughs> Just saying. Alphabetically well, you appropriate. Could, it's because that's how they were written. 
I, I don't care. It's perfect. Thing. Robert <laughs> Ludlum. I don't care. They, well, they stuck to the titles. You know how many the Twilight Saw got part fifty. Dawn breaks your mom or whatever. <laughs> they say. Yeah, that's uh, not you, in the fucking book, you, is it? No, it's not. Right. So I'm saying movie. they could have changed it, and they did. Yeah. So I, I would, I would give you guys something right now. Hold on. Yeah. Just because uh, I know we're, I know we're done with this thing. Uh-huh. But uh, so the budget for the first one was sixty million. I know uh-huh. we already said how much. The budget for the second one was 75 million and it mm. grows to 176 in the US 290 worldwide. Damn. Okay. And then the budget for the third one 110 million. Okay? Yeah. In the US 227 million it made. Damn. Worldwide 444 million. That's an exponential that, growth. Dude, that's hella growth. And that's literally telling everybody in Hollywood, uh Matt Damon and Born Cells. Like just they do. It just sells. It works. People love Matt Damon. I think he said in an interview, like if he ever needs money, he'll just make another Bourne movie. That's what he <laughs> said. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There was that other Bourne, wasn't there? Like in the late. Well, the Bourne Legacy after this, and then the Jason Bourne movie, and that was it. Yeah, as far as Jason. I, know. Five I can't. Movies. I can't remember the Jason Bourne movie to save my life. But. That was the Matt Damon's return to Bourne, but yeah, right. I don't remember it either. I've seen those movies once. I don't remember much about them. I remember not liking them a lot compared to the trilogy, anyway. Yeah. But I don't remember offhand. I saw him just once. I maybe watch the whole thing. It could be fun for sure. I love this kind of movie. Yeah, anyway, they're easy to watch. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it, right? Yep, I think so. Right. I think so too. 20th anniversary of The Born Identity. That is it for our review of that movie. And that is it for our show. You have been listening this whole motherfucking time to another movie podcast. Do not forget that we come out every other week, every other Wednesday. Sorry. So next time. Uh, I'm picking the movies, bitches. Yeah, that's right. Joyous. It's not going to be Joyous at all. Maybe one of them. I really don't know much about these movies, but I know they're serious. So get ready, Luke. Uh, we're going to review uh, Armageddon Time. Armageddon Time. It's going to be only in theaters, but luckily it's going to be a wide in theaters, I believe. Right? I, I saw I don't know. pretty big places like showing it here. What so. movie? Yeah. Armageddon time. Anyway, has a lot of big actors. As for, for for one thing, it has Anthony Hopkins, which is already a big seller, and it's uh, written and directed by James Gray, which is the reason I picked it. I love James Gray movies. I can't wait to see it. And then we're gonna watch uh, a Netflix movie that came out a couple months ago called Athena. Actually, no, not a couple, like a month ago. Um, Athena currently on Netflix. Check it out. It is from this year, so I just look that up. Um, I know very little about it. It is foreign language. And then last oh, but not sure. least. Shut up. Uh, 20th years. <laughs> like, read a fucking subtitle, bitch. Um, la- uh, 20 years ago, About a Boy came out. And I wanted to pick something fun and more lighter, but also, like, you know, also deep and about relationships and stuff. There's one this is a romantic have... comedy, technically, but it's not about a boy either. There's um, one scene in that movie that but... I remember vividly. Mm-hmm. And it's him, right getting, uh, him getting a massage, uh, his scalp massage. Yeah. When he gets his hair cut. And no, he's like, I think yeah, his, I, head, I, his head carefully disheveled. That's whatever he was doing, yeah. And he's, uh, uh-huh. and he's like, yeah, I come here like once a week or something like that. I'm yeah. like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much does that cost? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, about a boy with Hugh Grant and uh, oh my god, big actors! I forgot their names. I'm sorry. I know the Holt kid is in it from Mad Max Fury Road, just as a kid. <laughs> uh, that's him. Anyway. Check it out, guys. That's uh, that's on stock for next time. Until then, I am Oscar. And Luke. I don't know why I'm last. I'm Ralph.
you put yourself last, bro. <laughs> Later. <laughs>